it's warm enough and therefore I'm moist enough. Don't. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I am joined by Whips. Say hello! Uh, hello. I'm glad that intro doesn't go on any longer because <laughs> you would have just ended up annoying dogs like with how high you got. And I am also joined by Drummer Matt. <laughs> how are you lovely gentlemen today? <laughs> and the velociraptor that Drummer Matt apparently has in his house. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pet. It's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. How how are you, Matthew? Yeah, I, I'm okay. How are you, Snipe? I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. Good. Before we get started, uh, we just wanted to basically shout out some solidarity to the United States because things are pretty horrible and, and nuts right now. And we're going to be putting links in the description to ways you can uh, support and help the protesters. Yes. Because... Yes. Shit. Yeah. 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 Sh- shit is very real. Mm-hmm. Also, there's some Warhammer news. There is some pretty big Warhammer news. Yeah. Uh, it Apparently, turns out... like, it has hammers in it now. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, new, no. new edition, yeah. Uh, new hammers. Uh, yeah, that's actually the new slogan. New edition, new hammers. That's what they're doing. <laughs> that's, that's what they're, what they're doing. doing. Mm. Um, so, yes, uh, as a lot of people who are listening to this will be aware, the ninth edition of 40K has been announced. Are you okay there, Snipe? Yeah, I just... My brain filled in of, like, as many of you may be aware, Warhammer is a thing. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, probably. Oh, so you you were laughing at the joke I didn't make. Yeah. Okay, good. You miss 100% of the jokes you don't make, honey. I mean... And yeah. I, I just make all the jokes, and that's why I'm so funny. I'm going to talk about the subject at hand, if that's okay. <sighs> Fine. Okay, so, 9th edition, 40k. How much do you pair know about it? I know that people are calling it 9.5 because it builds a hell of a lot on 8th, which I am completely fine with. We're calling it 8.5 then. That's what I said. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. If you heard yep, anything different, point, that's in your brain and not didn't actually happen. Yeah, eight point, if you hear anything different, it's my accent and you're being a dingus. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yes. So the new edition is seemingly going to be very much just iterating upon what's been done in 8th. Again, love 8th. Very yep. happy eighth with that. But there are some oddities about it and it does look like it's trying to address some of those. Hmm. Um, little ones being, uh, you know, how flyers won't just disappear if they fly off the board. That's that's not a thing <laughs> But anymore. that's what actual planes do. <laughs> and you can't just stop a Vindicator from firing because a grot is standing nearby it. It'll still be able to fire in melee. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is good because, yeah, that got kind of absurd at times. Yeah. How, like, it, may, it never made any sense that... Yeah, like, say, you've got a Lehman Rust tank, and, a, you know, you've got, like, a single dude standing next to it, punching it with his bare fists, and that's apparently enough to stop it firing. I mean, when I do that, it is. Because of my big, powerful murder fists. Yeah, of course, but, like, yes. you know, yes. not everyone has your mighty power. Mm, this <laughs> is true. I should share my knowledge. 
but yeah, so it, it's going, you know, um, Codex is going to carry across, which is good. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't have expected anything less because it would be unusual if they had a complete overhaul again. Although it's actually interesting because I was looking at the stuff earlier today and it seems like it's going to be coming out earlier than I expected. Oh, oh do we, do we in... have any idea of when it is coming out? No, but there is a bit. Where is it? Because um, uh, we put out an FAQ, like a uh, little PDF. And one of the questions is, love it, yeah. I want it, when can I have it? Bit presumptuous it's, it's, there, it's Warhammer. Also, it's also not got a question mark, and it's 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 like a, an exclaimed statement. Oh, it is actually, yeah. yeah. So it's not I even love a question. I want it, when can I have it? And it's basically saying, um, it's really soon, we're a few weeks off. Um, oh. So I don't know if that means that's a few weeks off before they announce the actual date mm. of its release. Mm. But that could insinuate that it's going to be out a lot sooner than we think, because... Uh, 40k editions are usually around between like four to five years mm. and um uh, eighth came out in 2017 so that was at least a month ago <laughs> and we should always know when it came out because we did our first rogue trader video uh, when it came out, and so I can yeah. barely remember my own birthday. Oh, f- okay. The fucking uh, Charles Warhammer has. <laughs> okay, eighth edition has been out uh, for as long as our channel's actually been like doing well. <laughs> so, like a month. <laughs> it's it's been a little longer than that. <laughs> Two months. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it looks like this might be coming out. Yeah, uh, just after three years, which. Uh, it doesn't mean it's the shortest edition because sixth edition has that because that was only out for like two years. Because I, hmm. yeah, yeah, because, because sixth edition, yeah. But yeah, um, rules are going to continue to be free, um, like the base rules. So mm-hmm. that's cool. And they're introducing a new narrative, like way of playing, uh, on top of the uh, the standard like just match play and open play stuff, uh, which. Occasionally people make out like it's entirely new, but like I, I remember being able to play campaigns where you gained XP and stuff like in third. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can never remember if it was in editions between then and now because it's something I've never had the opportunity to play. But I, I, I distinctly remember like looking in the, uh, the rule book and seeing all the rules for that and being like, oh, that looks so fun. <laughs> I want to do that. And then realizing that I know literally no one who still played the game. <laughs> If it helps, I honestly feel that this is this is a rule of thumb that uh, the more people complain about like Games Workshop never used to do this are people who honestly have no fucking clue what Games Workshop ever did. <laughs> like, oh my god, Warhammer Adventures is just aimed at children. Uh, they they're dumbing it down. It's like um, combat cards. Um, they're <laughs> I, I... always trying to aim shit at children because children like. Captive audience. They're a captive audience and they want their parents to buy them fucking everything. I will say, I think there is a distinction to be made between um, people who have just been weird and reactionary and people that have only played the game for like five years and just literally didn't know. What I mean is um, the people who get really aggressive about, oh, Warhammer never used to do this. Oh, yeah. Those people. Yeah. Not people who go, wait a minute. Are you sure they did that? You know, that's fine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you just didn't okay. make the distinction, so I thought it was best to clarify. I mean, I did in my own mind. Okay. But... Okay. <laughs> um, but there's also a bunch of new models and stuff right. that has been... 
I mean, Ragnar's been out for a while. I know, but I, that's the only one I care about. <laughs> and I like those, I like those Necrons with the weird, like, double-handed uh, knife. The, the knife blade that's green, and they're like, bleh, they've got three leggies. The Scorpec. The Scorpec. That is a shit name for twats, but <laughs> damn, aren't they cool. Yeah, so a bunch of new models. Um, <laughs> we might as well start with the Scorpec. Uh, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, but I'm saying Scorpec. Um, and yeah, they're three-legged Necron boys with, like, outrageously oversized melee weapons. They're like, they're like Necron Batleths. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I said something that you guys agreed with. <laughs> Everyone, mark this down as a momentous occasion. <laughs> oh, and uh, green rods are officially uh, yes, gone as well. I'm so happy. Yeah, because those those looked so cheap, didn't they? They looked tacky yeah. as anything. Because yeah, there's new Necron warriors, and it's not like the most outrageously different new sculpts. <laughs> I'm sorry, that Necron warrior has a hugely long dong. Yeah, he does have a bit of a dangly thing between his legs. I'm not, oh, God. not sure what's yeah, going yeah. on. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, they have quite quite a long, thin necrodong there. <laughs> yes, that is the necrodong. Uh, that their, is their guns the look alarmingly like Tau um, plasma rifles. Oh, well. With an extra blade on. Well, I mean, they've got a... I don't quite get it myself. I think it's just yeah, because it's it long. Myself. But, like, fair. Because that's just... It, it's... A very, very similar design to the previous um, iteration of them, just with the green rod removed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of little subtle differences in, like, the models. Like, the shoulders uh, kind of in a bit of a different stance, and there's a bit more of a curve on some of the bits and pieces. But it's... I like it. It's very iterative of mm. the previous one, I feel, rather than, like, the you know, a complete overhaul. But that's mm. fine. That's 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 cool. Um, yeah. There's also the huge ass guy, the Scorpec Lord. Oh, who's... where he's got like loads of bone weenies hanging off. You may have to explain what you're saying. Well, there. they look like fish bones hanging off like his his well like their waist, and it just looks like you know the whole big fish eating a smaller fish eating. It's like that, but with bone weenies because it's look it looks like a weenie, but it's fish bones. See, I'm looking at the model, and it kind of makes sense to me. But if you're not yeah. looking at the model, that would make no sense. Yeah. Uh, so if you are <laughs> listening to this podcast, it's absolutely mandatory that you are looking at whatever images we happen to be talking about, because otherwise you will not know <laughs> at all what's happening. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, he's pretty cool. He's big. Um, I'm not sure how I feel I about... I like his big finger knives. They're cool. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel mm. about having two arms on one side. I think... It looks a little unbalanced, personally. I mean, I think it's because it is. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, also, like, the weird, like, Tyranid spikes are just a bit weird. Tyranid spikes? Yeah, the little beep, 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 beep. <laughs> on the top. Oh, Good. Oh. Good. What? <laughs> Do you mean you mean the parts that are on, like, his uh, his shoulders? Yeah, but... like like the head chimneys. They, they do like yeah, okay yeah but I get to be what fair, you mean. I see that yeah. as just kind of like in universe cohesion because like the Eldar Titans and stuff have like little boop, 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 <laughs> funnels as well. They all have the, basically a lot of the Xeno stuff have has, boop, 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 boops. has the, the 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 chimneys that um, Xenomorphs have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I was going to say flesh chimneys, and then I, I stopped oh, myself money. because yeah. I didn't oh, want to say because I didn't want to say the word flesh chimneys. But then it was in my head, so I had to share. It <laughs> yeah, with everyone else. stop saying flesh <laughs> chimneys. Is this what it's like to be on a podcast with me? No, it's it's everyone else who is wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like how he look, looks like he's ready to like bounce a basketball. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there is some really interesting stuff they've shown off. Like... I can't even. What? Oh, yeah. I, like, like oh. yes. There's uh, there's an image that shows off um, a, a lot of the newer models for the Necrons. Those and... are really badly photoshopped in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a photoshopped in at all. Really? Because yeah. they look like they're photo- they look. That looks like I'm looking at it in Argos. It would be a million times harder to f- and and less convenient to Photoshop that in than to just put them there. Okay. Fuck me then, I guess. <laughs> and the lighting's consistent, and yeah, it doesn't look like it to me. It, mm. um, I mean, don't get me wrong. GW photoshops its army things all the time, but usually just to duplicate things they can't be bothered to it paint more than once. Face tunes all of the Primarchs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it shows off some like tripod. Well, they're not actually tripods because they've got four legs, but they're very War of the World. Quadpods. They are quad pods. Yeah. And Copy yeah, the Silent King model and everything that we've you know not seen one hundred percent clear photo of yet. I don't think. See, there's like the the yeah the quad pods that remind me of um, combine striders. Isn't yeah, it? I get that. They like they've just very because it's the same kind of color and they've got the big spindly leggies. Yeah, actually, shit, I didn't notice that before. That's a new monolith. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, without the plastic green bits. Yeah, without the crystal. I mean, it's not that different apart from that, right? Yeah, because it's got a cabbage in it. <laughs> no, wait. Um, sorry, that's a Brussels sprout. It is. Yeah, think of the scale, love. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, everybody. What the fuck is I wonder if you could put a Brussels sprout there and take it to a game and just see if anyone noticed. <laughs> and then if someone blows it up, you just pull it out and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> While maintaining unbroken <laughs> eye contact with them. Okay, at the very least, if you if you happen to ha- to get one of these when they come out, please just do that. <laughs> and that's just the thing. Whenever whenever it gets destroyed, just um, just eat the fucking <laughs> the fucking what is it? Small cabbage. I forgot uh, what it is already. Uh, uh, sprout. Sprout. There we go. Even if it's uh, I mean, even if it is just the original plastic one, uh, biting into that would be a show of dominance on the tabletop. Mm, yeah. Um, we I also... mean, to be fair, any time you lost a model on the tabletop, if you just picked one up and ate it, that especially if you had like you know either like a prehorosy arm, like a prehorosy, prehorosy, a prehorosy <laughs> army, a prehorus heresy army, so prehor yeah, okay. a prehorus heresy army, a preheresy army. <laughs> I am so tired, and I'm thinking about eating resin. You see, this is, we, we're just doing this now because. Uh, the different way we're editing it, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we can't take things out as easily. I mean, I'm the one editing it, so... It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like, if you have, like, like you and you're a rogue trader hipster, you've got to eat a shit ton of lead. Oh yeah, true. fun. So, like... Or, maybe, because I was thinking this when you were talking about doing it with the bustle spout, but if, if, you're, if the person you're fighting kills one of your units, you force-feed them it. 
So <gasps> then you force feed them the Brussels sprout. So that's enough of a disincentive to kill you. Yeah. I would okay, say, but you can, yeah, but you can only do it once. I would say there's a really big problem there, which is that it takes it from a uh, a, a method of psychologically. Um, dis- psychological warfare. Psychological warfare with your enemy. It takes it from that into assault. Yeah. What if they're secretly into it? And you, you kind of like arrange this beforehand. Well, and it's like, that's your kink. Well, I mean, I don't think you should subject it to everyone else in Warhammer World, but lockdown's <laughs> still going, you know what I mean? You want to do that in your fucking like, back garden? Go for it. Stuff Brussels sprouts down each other's mouths. I mean, what I would say... Provided you're a Necron player, don't, be, don't make it weird. What I would say is that these things are very distinct caveats that mm. I don't think are going to be particularly applicable to the average game of 9th edition I mean, 40K. you don't know. Okay. People write in if this is completely up your, your Brussels sprout yes, alley. Yes, send us... Send us emails telling us that which Matt will then not read yeah he will <laughs> we'll see if he emails just don't put it in the subject line <laughs> no yeah. I thought you'll read the first line of that and go oh this is about Brussels sprout <laughs> oh, yeah, feeding I'm fair. just not reading the rest of this yeah but fair. then like Ruth will be like oh what's that about dear and then you'll like look at her with the thousand yard stare and be like Something Snipe said. And then she'll look at you back with a thousand yard stare and she'll just be like, I'll put the kettle on. Anyway, new Primaris miniatures also. Uh, a bunch of them, in fact. They're uh, pretty. Uh, assault. Um, Are you just declaring Primaris. that I'm attacking you? Oh, okay, no. okay. So ones with their heavy bolt pistol and um, melee weapons. So that's cool because, yeah, Primaris have had this weird problem of just not really having like a decent melee unit mm. and also now they have like uh uh stormcast eternal shields <laughs> i i kind of see where you're coming from uh, but there are it's uh very similar to one that came with the um the terminator box anyway yeah no i mean I, that's not a criticism i think yeah. stormcast eternals are really rad so but uh, the big thing is that there's also yeah I think it's a captain who's been who they are showing oh it's no it's a, it's a lieutenant because everything's a lieutenant I'm a lieutenant um, that has a Volkite pistol oh god I can hear Scarlet yeah. and Longfang just like cheering from miles away <laughs> which is oh yeah one of those for Marines anyway is like just a thing that hasn't shown up in 40k it's a 30k only thing before yeah. so that's interesting yeah. um. But yeah, we also get, like, there's an Honor Guard one. I actually forget what they're called. Um, there's an Honor Guard Lieutenant. Uh, First Company Veterans, uh, who have, yeah, shields and swords, uh, again, in Primaris. Because, uh, yeah, as I was saying, um, they don't have... They didn't really have a melee unit, because, I mean, there was aggressors. Yeah. But they were kind of slow, and they, uh, yeah. and you know, they... They weren't really something that you would hurl at your enemy because of how they work. Like... I mean, I would physically, but only if I hadn't painted them fully. <laughs> well, I mean, you couldn't even put them in, like, an impulsor or anything, so... Well, I could, and then I'd put that impulsor in a sock and hit them with it. <laughs> yeah, but it's plastic, so it'd probably do more damage to the impulsor, honestly. Oh, shit, you're right. Uh, I just there's... need to go back to Dreadsock. Yeah, there's also n- new bikes, like Primaris bikes. I forget bikes are even in the game, because I think they're so shit. What mechanically or I just like models? Model, I hate them. I mean, it could be the best. <laughs> like, I adore motorbikes. The motored bikes are for me, but I just don't give a shit about like like Space Marine bikes. I just don't care. I mean, they are pretty old. Um, they're like a second edition model. Mm. Like they're one of the we- most weirdly old things in in 40k. 
at least the basic sculpts for them. I think they have had a few minor changes over that mm. time. But like, I don't know why. I just I've. I always forget they exist. It's probably because you play Don't Space like Wolves them. and you'd have puppies to take them as are better swift than, claws. Than, yeah, and pu- puppies are like a woo. Yeah, why would you take a bike when you can just have people riding a giant wolf? Exactly. Mm. Like, yeah. why? Um, but yeah, how, how, do, how do people feel about the new bike design for Primaris? Better, but uh, it's still a bike. It doesn't look like it has the ability to turn corners, which is quite fun. <laughs> I mean, corners is f- f- for the weak. Yeah. It's just, uh, corners it's, is for cowards. Corners is for... It just reminds me of a fucking, like... <laughs> like you'd, I'm going to quote Trixie Mattel and basically say, like, Welcome to Space Marine, like, motorbikes. <laughs> In the event of an emergency, please keep driving forward and know that this is the Emperor's plan. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the thing, you don't need to turn if the Emperor is guiding you, and anyone who says less so is a heretic. You know, I've been trying to realise what it reminds me of, and it's finally finally clicked into my head what it reminds me of. Akira. Hmm. It's the... No, not Akira. It's the Tumblr from... Um, I, th- I thought you meant Tumblr, the website. I'm no, just like, maybe what? let me finish my <laughs> sentence. No, I was like, well, it's blue. <laughs> maybe you from can get porn ba- on there. From the Nolan Batman movies. Oh, the Batbike. Yeah, which I think was called the Tumblr, wasn't it? Yeah. It's called the Batbike. Um, I think the, the, the whole thing was the Tumblr. The bat, the wait, bike wait, wait, the... wait, wait, wait. It is, canonically, Batman has a Tumblr. Yes. Shit, you think he posts Super Hulock <laughs> fiction there? I think I think he does an annoying. I think he writes loads of Batman fan fictions. He does, yeah. He claims it's all to just throw people off, but in fact, he loves writing he just, sexy fan fictions. About he just himself. he just likes writing fan fiction um, about himself. Yeah, which is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce, maybe get it together. Yeah, Bruce, come on. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I kind of like the new bikes. I think. But there's also something about them that I can't quite place. Just well, seems I'll off say to me. the main guy who's pointing a gun at me. I think I don't know if he wants to kill me or like you know, like give me a piggyback the wrong way around. But so maybe that's kind of drawing you. I'm not sure it is. I'm not getting that vibe from him at all. Yeah, because he's kind of like, hey, I have a gun. That's pretty sexy. <laughs> Excellent. There's also the um, ec- what's they're called? Judicia. Is that his pronouncer? That's how it's. It's C I A R, but it has to have an A on there. So an e- yeah, there, 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 an I. There we go. I, I know vowels. Yeah, yeah they normally do Latin, and let's you call don't him have, a, a and, and, you, and you don't have soft C's in Latin. But if okay, it's a Judi- hard C with the I, it's Judicia. Judicia. Be sure to let us that know. That sounds like a Judicia. really... Sh- Dickia. D- he's just Judici- a Judicia. He's a, he's a Dickia. Uh, anyway, regardless, uh, regardless, uh, tell us in the comments um, how incorrectly we're pronouncing it, uh, which um, we won't pay attention to because by that point we'll have just looked it up. And we don't read the comments <laughs> anyway. I, I actually do read the comments for the podcast, which is like occasionally, you know, occasionally very fun. Uh, yeah, uh, honestly. Well, no, it's it's always very fun, and then like once a month we get a oh, you mentioned that women exist. Nice one being political. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it's a really cool model. Uh, but I just really hate the head. Yeah, why is he a vampire? I, it's a helmet. Is it? So yeah, um, is that not his head? It's a helmet. It's literally just judiciary without the Y. So it's judiciary. 
Judicia, then? Judicia. Judicia. Jujitsu is our... Jujitsu! I feel like we're getting too too hung up on this. Okay, this so name. basically they're judiciaries without the Y. They're, they're basically like the... They're just an they execution just Y. The they're just doing what the Emperor tells them. Oh, uh, that's fair. <laughs> also, I'm kind of digging the aesthetic. That's pretty fucking right. They have an hourglass, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, when I, I am f- the ultimate reality. How the fuck do I pronounce my own title? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I initially thought that it was supposed to be a chaplain when I saw the first saw the thing, because it's in black. It has the same leather coat as the existing oh, Primaz oh, chaplain model. He's got, like, his arm out, so he's like... Ooh, he he does. He does have his arm out, um, which does raise some questions about how those jackets are worn over power armor. Um, <laughs> Buttons. It's like stripper pants. <laughs> All marines should be wearing stripper pants. Yes. <laughs> I, unsurprisingly, I could. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's a really cool model, and I do like the uh, the sword. Like it's an interesting style that we haven't seen in Fortnite. It is very really. cool, but also I'd like to remark on my um on my observation, like not a few seconds ago about stripper pants. Look at all those studs on his power armor. That's stripper armor. Just mean you can just those are buttons, so he can be like. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to point out that he appears to be wearing power armor mm. with gloves over the power armor and, and then a ring over the over the gloves <laughs> yeah yes. and he also seems to be wearing a face mask so tightly it's removed his mouth yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's a ma- uh, that is a helmet <laughs> no that's you... that's just as cotton he's worried about the rona <laughs> um but yeah i i i really don't like the head but um the head looks but everything looks like, else is rad he looks like a white red skull this looks a bit... So like bit... a regular skull then? <laughs> mm, is it though? No, because the red skull's still got a bit of like... Uh, what is it? He's face, a bit fleshy. Face meat. Yeah, flesh. There we go. He's a bit of a fleshy boy, isn't he? He is a bit of a fleshy boy. Um, but yeah, I like the model. I think it's a bit extra, but you know what? Well, it's 40k, it's always extra. Yeah, that's sort of its <laughs> yeah. defining trait. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, um... That is that is it. I think I don't know. Is there anything else like to mention from it? Like I know there's like a bunch of rules stuff that's been sort of brought up, but uh, I forget most of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I like the rule where um, if you are taking, oh, what was it? If you take a squad of twelve or more Gene Stealers, you get to punch people in the head. That's not a rule. That's just something that you're making up because you've got a bunch of Gene Stealers on order. No. Ah. It's- it's definitely that. Mm, yeah. I don't think it is. Um, well, we can't check now. I've just closed the browser. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going all big boys in your nid army. I am, but I'm also getting some interference in my uh, my gene stealers. So they're going to be like, bleh, and uh, running about their little bubbles. Yeah, okay. So okay. they're going to be following um, my, uh, my Trigon Prime when it burrows. And just being like, bleh, and pouring yeah, out. Yeah, because trigons can be used to basically just cr- ma- allow another they unit to like... They make gene stealer holes. Or hormagant holes. Or hormagant holes. Or termagant holes. Or termagant holes. 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 Yep. Holes. <laughs> we should have all sat down before the podcast and like practiced our enunciation. Fee, 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 fee,
<laughs> I love that. I love the lip trill. I, you know that um that punk festival we did when we stayed at Zoe's like dad's house. Yes, there was one of the bands there that was super snotty. You know, they're really like, oh, we're so pretentious. We're not going to talk to any of the other bands. We're so punk. Ha 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 ha. Yes, I'm aware of those kind of bands. One of the guys, the, the, the singer of that band, was doing a lip trill, and I laughed because he sounded like a plane. <laughs> he sounded like he was pretending to be like an aeroplane, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> In and contra, want, in contra. He, and then he gave me the darkest fucking look that I honestly thought he was going to like poison my yeah. food. In contrast to us, where Dicko was literally just pretending to be a plane as preparation <laughs> for our set. Yeah, I mean, we all were. It was. It, it's a great way to like you know blow off steam. Yeah, plane, was... plane train. That's what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you also have to be fucking at the same time. But you know, yeah, I mean... that's where the train part comes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Before we move on from 9th edition 40k, can I just make one prediction? Yes. yes. In four or five years, or whenever they release 10th edition 40k, it will definitely be X edition. Yes, 100%. Yep. And then, and then in like 20 years, we'll have the triple X edition, and I'll write it. You and can... then in like another 10 years, we'll have the, the 4X edition, and then I just take all the marines oh. out and put them in bottles of Castlemaine, so everyone can have a <laughs> shitty drink. That everyone likes for some reason. That's still better than Foster's, because holy shit. Do they even still make Castlemaine 4X? Australia, not... Australia runs on it. I've not seen it in so many years. <laughs> well, it's an Australian like it's it's an Australian institution, so you probably haven't, yeah. Yeah, but it used to be over here everywhere. Yeah, they, like they... in the nineties. I distinctly remember growing yeah. up and, and then like, every we got, we got better. <laughs> you can't say that if you live in a country that actively consumes Bovril. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I and mean, all... Marmite. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the stakes of alcohol, uh, the fact that Australia chose to poison the rest of the world by giving it Fosters is... Well, I mean, if you're stupid enough to fucking, like, mass import and, like, drink it... That's hey, not don't, look at, don't look at me. I, I, I yeah. only ever drank it because it was literally the cheapest I mean beer. the collective you, <laughs> as in, like, the government. Oh, shit. Anyway... <laughs> 40th edition is going to be the best edition of 40k, though. No, no, 41st edition is going to be amazing. Um, Also, I was really shocked to find out with this uh, that a lot of people have some very definite opinions on the the logo of 40k. Oh, God, Mm. I bet that... Well, I mean, it's a little bit off-centre with the R sticking out a bit far. Like, the kerning is jacked at none. Yeah, like... I I, I like it, apart from that that little thing, which is a little bit annoying, mm. but I don't mind. Yeah, I I actually... I like the logo, but I I, I get what people are saying. Yeah, like... Also, change is scary. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying change is scary. Mm, Yeah. I did see someone had photoshopped it to be basically the same as what it was, but, like, just to be slightly tweaked. And, like, the text just popped slightly more from the, sort of, the, um... Bird thing. Aquila? Yes. Yep, there you yeah, go. There we go. The bird thing. Um, the text just like pops slightly more and there's just a few little tiny, tiny tweaks and it looked a lot better. And I think people are still be yeah. angry with it because it'd still be different. But Anything, like, yeah, you change anything, someone's going to be foaming in the mouth of rage. Well, I mean, the previous one was around for 22 years, so... <laughs> yeah. Not that long. Uh, which... Seriously, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I have grandparents that old. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. You can't <laughs> prove me wrong. I can, actually. Can you? Yes, because... Mm. Well, I mean, because a large portion of your grandparents, like, aren't alive anymore. A large but You mean every single one of my grandparents? Yeah, I don't have any grandparents, because okay. they're all 22 and they're all at uni! <laughs> I miss them so much! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. 
that, that's a lie. I know how you've talked about some of your grandparents. You would never say you miss them. Yeah, okay. You know what? You caught me in a lie. <laughs> it was pretty. I, I went too hard on that yeah. one. It was really obvious. Every, everyone's heard enough about your 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 backstory. My cursed bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I kind of get how how people are like, are like a bit. Oh, that's it's gonna be, it's it's weird to have the the change after all these years because yeah, like I mean, for, it is yeah for most people they're going to have been playing the game for the entire time. It's going to have had the same logo because it's previous. I mean, it's had two before that, but one was only around for Rogue Trader and the other one was only around for Second and the basically just left on stuff. For third as well, but officially it changed over. At least we yeah. don't have to remake Fight Weapon Future Year. Well, no, no, because that was a, that was a, the marvelous bootleg anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that's everything about Ninth Edition. I know that went on for a while, but it is a pretty big thing. Um, yeah, it's like a whole edition or something. Yeah, it's like a whole new thing. I hope it's very good because uh, I really like Eighth and yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, anyway, that, that's, that's the dream. If we just hope it's it's basically the same as eight foot fixing all the little tiny niggles we have with it, yeah, yeah. which so... it sounds like is what they're aiming for. So yeah, mm. I think so definitely. So that's positive. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, moving on, Drumbly Door. Yes. What have you been up to, dearest? Oh, so much, so much. Okay, okay. We're <laughs> alert. <laughs> definitely didn't mostly involve playing Zelda still. Um, <laughs> That's fine. No, I, what, I like have. That I have one game on Newgrounds or the actual game. Um, a bit of both, but mostly Breath of the Fair. Wild. Like yeah. I'd be lying if I say it hasn't consumed my entire being at this point. <laughs> I, f- I finished it though. Well, I finished the story. Like I beat Ganon. Um, nice. And also I forgot spoilers. the Zelda games when you beat them. Like it doesn't just carry on. Like if you it takes you back, you know, you have got the ending sequences. Blah 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 blah. And it takes you back into the main menu. You press continue and it just loads up the save before you beat him. I've forgotten that that's what Zelda games do. And I was like, oh, but I want to explore things now it's been fixed. No. <laughs> but yeah. So he does have it. It recognized, like it's got a little star by your save. So you know that the save oh. has like recognized that you've done it. Oh, that's cool. Which is nice. But then you're wandering around and everyone's just like, oh God, like you should take, you're taking your time. Why don't you go and do the thing? I was like, but I've done the thing and I want to do the side quests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But it's good. I've done all the side quests and I found all the shrines and I've bought the DLC and I've nearly finished that. <laughs> it's not like you to buy DLC. I know, I know. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have. And I just wanted to kind of give them more money. They don't need more money. I didn't think that at all. I just couldn't not, <laughs> I just couldn't resist. You just wanted to play more game. Yeah, exactly. So hey, no, I've, just, I've just finished the Master Sword Trials, which is really hard because it like takes you into a dungeon but strips you of all your gear. So like anything you've collected, it doesn't help you out and you kind of start from scratch again. So you've okay. got to actually, like, learn to, like, be a bit better at the game rather than relying on the fact that you have ridiculous armour, which is okay. intense. So but, it, it kind of tries to increase your technique as opposed to just the armour. Yeah, yeah, and it takes right. you through a series of dungeons, like, fighting harder and harder monsters, and then when you kill them, you get their weapons, and you have to sort of, like, um, scavenge as you go along. Yeah, it was cool. Mm. I enjoyed it. But yeah, it that was does sound pretty interesting. Pretty hardcore. But yeah, it's good. I don't have yeah, it's, it's a good game. It has consumed my entire life. I did <laughs> so today. I did play one new game just so I had something to mention on the podcast. I'm glad one um, of us did because I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, I think I'll play The Sims for my 947th hour. 
Yeah, fair. Oh, I haven't looked at how long I've played Zelda for. Oh, the the DLC, I did want to say, the DLC has a really cool feature. So, obviously, you can bring up the map, which is, you know, not groundbreaking wow. in the game. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you can bring up the map of the 999, area? 9 there is now a map. No, Whoa. the map is obviously included. Um, <laughs> but with the DLC, there's something called, like, Hero's Path or something. And basically, for the la- unless you've played for more than 200 hours, or whatever the limit is, you just... On the map, you can watch a path of where you went in, like, it draws it out. So you can, like, rewind and fast forward. And it shows, you know, where you traveled to and where you ran around. And if you died somewhere. And it kind of just replays what you've done. Also, it's kind of like it shows you, you, like, your meander trails. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can, like, scrub through it and, like, see which order you did things in. Or notice a bit on the map. You're like, oh, I haven't been to this thing yet. Or something. It's really cool. is really cool it's like rather than like because i want to explore everywhere and see as much as i can to see but rather than like just go online and be like here where is a list of all the interesting places i can actually sort of organically see where i haven't been which is yeah i really like that feature more games should have it that is yeah that is really cool yeah um the other game so i've been playing a new game today i've been playing and i have no idea how to pronounce it pikuniku Pikuniku! Pikuniku! Yeah. I do not know what's happening. <laughs> I have heard of it, but um, from what I've seen of it, I couldn't tell you fucking anything about it. You're like, yeah, it's a very, it's a side-scrolly, very cartoonish looking game. Mm. Um, very smooth, not like at all 8-bitty or whatever it's like. This, yeah, this is the one where you play as a red blob. With you play as a red it? ball, and then you wake up and you roll around a bit, and then legs appear out of you. I mean, that's yeah. basically then, every morning for yeah, me. Yeah, so you should know about this because we literally did a stream of it. I don't remember. <laughs> <gasps> I remember Pikuniku. Is that was with signs and stuff. And there was a big thing in the sky. There is a big robot flying collecting thing. Yes. Yes. That's I, the extent that I know. I am very confused as to what's happening. You're this red I, ball I, and you're running around. And one of the objectives was just, it does at one point just said, explore. And I was like, um cool okay i'll just <laughs> roll around a bit i guess no I, re- I remember it being enjoyable yeah it's i got it on sale and it's quite good fun so far but yeah i i've only played for a short while but i don't really understand what's happening oh, i haven't quite worked me. out even if it's a platformer or if it's an ex- exploration game or i don't really know <laughs> yeah pikuniku i i enjoy it for the name if nothing else <laughs> I, I do remember it being quite a fun little game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's got some really cute animations we, I've been running around kicking people in the head because that seems to be the only thing you can do at the moment I mean I do that every day anyway <laughs> so don't worry yeah it's snipe simulator 20k <laughs> if, yeah but I don't have antlers so you know ah, that's true you can get different hats though so at some point you might be able to get an antlers hat I do own a lot of hats actually do you own a pencil hat that's my most recent one and then I can draw things with my head I mean, I could just do that with all the fucking metric shit ton of pencils I keep no, buying. No, 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 that does not count. No. I also, if... I also noticed that you said Snipe Simulator 20k, so... Holy shit, that's going to be a lot so of this money. Is, this is very future. Uh, very um, yeah, future Snipe. The year, in, the, in the year 20,000, yeah. there was only Snipe Simulator, <laughs> and it is weird, but okay. Okay, well, thanks for pointing that out, Wiff. Yeah. <laughs> Good. What what are we here for if not to point out each other's mistakes? <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Um, just a couple of quick TV things. Um, we finished Midnight Gospel. Oh yes, it. Yes, yeah, so I think that last last time we watched it, I'd only watched the first episode, and I thought this is going to be really good if it's like this, and it is. It's very good. I think 
not it isn't for everyone. I couldn't tell you what sort of person it is for and it isn't, but it definitely isn't for everyone. But some people it's... would love it and some people would just not get it. I think I'm not saying well, because it's, it's you know you, you have to be. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't mean you have to be clever or you have to be anything like that. Just have a very high IQ to yeah. and understand yeah. like. Yeah, no, nothing like that. But just it will be some people's cup of tea and it won't be mm. for other people, and that's fine. But we really liked it. Just as okay. like the very last episode, it gets. It gets emotional. He's like... I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's slight spoilers, but not really, because it's just them... There's not really a story. It's just them chatting. But the last episode, it's just him talking to his mum. And, like, he gives up all pretense of him being called... I think his character's name is Clancy, which is yeah. a good name, and I'll go into that in a minute. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, at various times, like, in one of the episodes, someone calls him Duncan, which is the actor name. And he's like, no, 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 call me Clancy. And they just leave that bit in, which is I love. Um, but like in the end, it is just Duncan, whatever his name is, the actor, talking to his mum. And they just give up any pretense of it being characters. And they just call each other mum and Duncan and all this sort of stuff. But it gets like, yeah, pretty intense because his mum is, I mean, yeah, it's upsetting because his mum's like got cancer or something. And they just start talking about life and death and stuff like that. And it's just like... And the episode's like 36 minutes rather than 20 minutes like the normal episode. And it's just like, mm. oh, this gets... But it's like beautiful and emotional and a really nice ending to the series. Because yeah, like, I've watched like the first four episodes or something of it. And I it's... watched like half an episode and I was just like... It was the one with the goldfish bowl head man. Oh, yeah. And, I was just and, the, like... ca- and the cats. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. okay... Yeah. Um. I mean, I like it a lot. Like the visuals are fucking legit. Mm. That's that's some cool stuff. I can imagine if you watched that on LSD, you'd never oh, get anything yeah. done again. <laughs> like that'd be it. It's yeah. It's a weird show. It is. Yes. It it is. You know what? Yeah. I love weird. I love weird shows. Even if I'm like, even if I don't like them, I think it's really important to just have weird stuff out there. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's different and it gives people, it inspires people to do things that are different. It's not just another fucking like Family Guy ripoff, like fucking Paradise PD or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> I try, I watch, I got like fucking half an hour. I'm like, no, no, not even that. I got like ten minutes in, and I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. Goodbye. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. If you like it, I'm glad someone gets enjoyment out of it. I just didn't. I, but no, but this one's good. Yes, this is a good thing. <laughs> good. <laughs> and yeah, I recommend giving it a try and sticking with it a bit, um, just to sort of get in its sort of speed, I guess. It does take a bit. I, I, it took me a while, like when watching the first episode, to sort of get in the right headspace mm. for what it was doing, just yeah. because it is, it is not what you expect. Because yeah. I, because yeah, I don't think anyone would expect that going. No, into you it almost have to be. To you. Yeah, you almost have to be sort of in the mood to watch a documentary or to watch something a lot slower pace than you expect a cartoon is going to be. I think that's why I haven't watched it yet because I'm just I've just not really been in that mood. Mm. Mm. So yeah, but no, I, I do mean to get around to it. But yeah, like... having finished it, I, I definitely recommend it. Mm. We've really enjoyed it. Um, we started watching a new show as well. This so this one is completely different to that. Uh, we've been watching a show called Twin, which is a Norwegian show. Oh, and it's it's sort it's it's sort of like you know those sort of Scandi noir thriller ones that are quite popular. That have I'm sorry, years. can you copyright the term Scandi noir? I think that is what people refer to them as. Okay, copyright it though. Um. Okay, sure. I copyright. Want a quarter every time somebody says it. 
Um, we've been watching it on iPlayer, but I'm sure it's available on various other things, such as in Norway. Um, <laughs> it's presumably. available on other things, like probably in Norway. We don't <laughs> yeah. know. We aren't. Um, we aren't knowledgeable about the Norwegian. But yeah, if you like Tormund from Game of Thrones, it's he. He's in it, and he's the main character, and he's in it twice because it's about twins. Oh, so okay. I'm sorry. He's in it twice. Yeah, well, because he plays both brothers. So if you like Tormund, you you get to see two Tormunds. That is someone's very specific king. (laughs) I was going to make a a fan fiction like joke, but I didn't need to. Everyone was thinking. Yeah, everyone went there. Do you remember how he looked at Brienne? (laughs) How like I remember because we were watching it with drama and Ruth, and like he looks over at her and he goes. He like double like breathes in size like and then we all just fucking rolled and then that like cheeky Ace Ventura grin he gives her. Oh, it's so weird they did like you know, they kind of just stopped it like the second to last season. Yeah, bizarre. That. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah, but yeah, no, that but does yeah, sound cool. Twin is very good. It's basically the premise is that twins. Twins. Is it like yeah. oh, is it like the Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? But with Tormund. <laughs> no. Because, oh my god, not. Murphy, I need that. I feel I feel that the central conceit and joke of the movie would probably not work quite so well if both twins were played by an, <laughs> literally the same person. Oh, okay, then what you do then is you just get, you basically, um, so you get Tormund 1, who's the, the first twin, and he's like, all, like, like he's like a couple of minutes older, so he's like, you know, he's like the protective kind of, oh, I'm the oldest. Blah, yeah, yeah, blah. twin prime. And, no, you get twin prime, and then you get the secondary twin, who's just Shit who's tormented again. But they just kind of like squash him. They don't like they don't like stretch to fit the aspect ratio. They just make him very small, and that makes him very wide and long. And then they just invert his colors whenever he's on stream. I feel it like like I, I whenever he's on stream, when it, whenever he's on screen. So when like whenever he's on screen, like you just see like this. Like so, he's got like you know his sclera is black. His eyes are like really pale, and and like everyone else is just like that's just how twins look in this world. And then they can go and like try and find their birth mother, who you know because they were raised by like nuns and and like Tormund Prime was raised by like you know some really rich dude who had like access to the best stuff on like this weird desert island somewhere. And then they kind of they bump into each other like you know and it's just like oh, that's my brother. And then they have to go find their bio mom and then they do and she's like oh, I can't tell you I can't tell you apart. And then oh it's just romantic and like. It feels like it. This is a lot of effort to go to when you could just hire two different actors, like indeed they did in the movie <laughs> Twins. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> you it know, feels what? I unnecessarily to... extravagant. Fact... Okay, the fact that I have to explain it to you proves that you know, like, the dominating of our society. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, so this isn't that. Um... Uh, then why are you talking about it? Okay. But a good. few people did say that they were they were totally down to hear uh, a series of movie uh, of Snipe describes movies she hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, like as a series, I have my own like YouTube channel, and I would like to do stuff like that on it. But the thing is, if I don't have someone, they're getting like gradually more frustrated with me. I'm just not funny. <laughs> We'll just I, I, t- take I, your recording equipment into the bedroom whenever Wib's trying to sleep. Um, wait, bear with me. Whenever Wib's trying to sleep, just start recording it. And then, it, yeah, that'll work. 
What? So, like, he's just about to fall asleep, and I'm like, hey, honey, what's a movie you've seen recently? And he's like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, and then that's get what quite would happen. Yeah. I got so mad at him earlier, like, genuinely, because he went for a nap, and I, I went to, like, like say goodnight, and, oh, God, he was, like, talking about eggs, and uh, he, he was like, oh, I hope I have an excellent nap. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And you were like, yeah, no, that's not a yoke. I really do hope so. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just went, you know, I hope you do have a good nap because otherwise I'll be walking around on eggshells. And he just replied with oof. <laughs> and I literally sat up and just went, fuck you. <laughs> and I got so mad. <laughs> fuck you and your egg. <laughs> your egg puns. See, everyone thinks I'm the, like, I'm, I'm the punisher, but no, it's you. You're the worst. I, I suppose what so. What were we talking about? Drama Matt, tell me about this movie that I've seen and you obviously haven't. It isn't haven't. a movie. It isn't a movie. Well, yeah, see, this is why he hasn't seen it, because he doesn't know it's actually a movie. Matthew, please take us from this place. <laughs> I want to explain what it is, so that we've talked about the thing longer than we've not talked about the thing, but also because it's like a thrillery type thing, I don't want to give spoilers, so there's not much, too much I can say, ooh, to be ooh, honest. Is it, like, is it like scary? Is it supernatural? No, okay, so, no, 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 it's not at all supernatural, it's... um. There's like police and detectives involved, and it's like a investigation-y oh, like a something happened, crimey type thriller-ish, that sort of thing. Well, and look at it this oh, way. There's an, there's an adorable one of the one of the police officers is like the most adorable guy. Like he's um he's a single parent looking after his uh, I want to say seven year old daughter. I at a guess I don't know. If she's small, but like smart and interesting. So like beyond when they're too young to be, you know, doing nothing. Um, um, and like you just start here learning bits and bobs of his backstory about how like his wife died and the, all these things. It's just like, and he's the most like kind parent, and it's just like, oh, you are the coolest. <laughs> I, I think I kind of love him already. So yeah, he's amazing, and he's like just trying to do the right thing, and people get annoyed at him occasionally because he's doing the right thing, but it's obviously best for everyone. And oh, he's the best. He does sound cool. Um, but yeah, it's a good show if you're after a, a new thrillery type. Hmm. And the sequel uh, that was. It is actually a prequel to Twins, the movie, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. On the bright side, um, all of this talk <laughs> about the not series uh, does mean that it's going to be very hard for someone to even pick out what's a spoiler from that section. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, true. it's true. They'll go into it completely blind. I'm uh, doing yeah. the Lord's work. <laughs> You're doing someone's work, but it ain't the Lord's. Um, very last thing I just wanted to mention is that there's a new episode of Alpha Booster's Bro Trip TTS spin-off. Oh yeah, we're both in it, I think. Are you in that one too? Yeah, probably. Oh, nice. I am, like, super fucking internet famous. I mean, Alpha, like, crawls to me and is like, <laughs> please, Snipe, please, I will give you an egg if you if you bless my son. I'm like, ugh, fine. Don't you say three... Alpha, I know you're listening and please don't stop, like, being my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't you say, like, three words. Yeah. Who do you play? I don't remember. It's the person <laughs> okay, that calls, I can't remember. It says pay to win, isn't it? Yeah, that's me. Uh, it's just my normal okay. voice and I'm just shouting angrily. Oh, I didn't and... notice. Uh-huh, I'll have to do it again. Wow! Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, I okay. I haven't watched it yet, so I, I didn't. So I, I, I don't know. I didn't know if it was in that episode or not. I don't remember. <laughs> Good! <laughs> Although I haven't seen it. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> well, no. Uh, Matt's in it, though. 
Yeah, yeah but that's why I'm not watching it. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like I can literally hear him all. I can just phone him up at three a.m. and be like, "Hey, can you just like shout at me?" And he will. No, no, yeah, no, but Clancy, Clancy doesn't shout. Okay, but he can just phone up and be like, "Hey, I wanted to like kill a Primark," and I'd be like, "Thank you." And then like, that's all I need from you right now. Click. <laughs> Easy. But yeah, good on you, dude. I always love seeing Clancy and stuff. I love that character, and I love the way you voice him. He's so I, awesome. My favorite thing is I like that a lot that some people like him, and I like that it re- he really annoys some people. <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> does he? Does he really annoy people? <laughs> There's just a few people who he grates on slightly, and I'm well, just, good. I that, that makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah, <around>. right. <laughs> Clancy is the best, and I really want to start replying to comments out of Clancy, but I also feel that that could escalate really quickly. <laughs> I'd say like going full method is a bit dangerous with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good look. What you do is you create a uh, Clancy fan account and pretend that you have nothing to do with it, and then go full like Clancy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But yes, that is me done. Okie dokie. Wibble it. Yes. Just. What have you been up to? Uh, I have been up to things and stuff. Okay. Uh, the big one, um, yeah. aside from... <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> aside from an, a, a metric fuck ton of work, because we got, um, we got another Codex Complain out. Yeah, we, shit. We, how, we, I thought you were wah, having a break after the last wah, epic wah, wah, workload. Wah, wah, wah. You know how this motherfucker has a break? He writes two scripts. Oh. Yeah, yeah I mean... Right. Good. Uh, you uh, see, uh, when I'm stressed, I can't do fucking... I just sit on the couch and just go, eh, and watch horror movies. This motherfucker it, is all productive and shit. It should be noted that the script for this one was written before the previous Codex Compliant was put out, so... Details. So okay. I didn't have... So it wasn't, like, writing or anything. It was just, you know, putting it together. Um, but it still obviously took time. Um, so I've been doing that. I've, I started up a, uh, a hobby streak thing on mm, Twitter. Yes. Uh, where you post like what you've done each day to do with to, like, like day hobby. ten now? Uh will be it'll be day fourteen today. Oh shit. You see I see that when I like I wake up and you're like, hey, I haven't slept and I've painted four new models and I'm like, ooh, nice. And <laughs> then I like give them all a, a head pat and then because so you know Yeah. I see them way. in person because I'm 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 the real fan. <laughs> I'm the real fan here. Uh but yeah so um, I haven't really played much in the way of video games, aside from one that I'll mention at the end. Uh, but I've been watching a lot of stuff, like, whilst I've been painting and stuff. A lot of pornography. Uh, and by a lot of stuff, I mean a lot of one thing, which is that I watched through the entirety of Star Wars The Clone Wars. I need to watch that, because I love As- uh, Asuka... Ahsoka. Ahsoka so much. Plo Koon calls a little Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to cry. Oh, he's the one that found her. So. I like Plo Koon. He's cool. It's interesting. Plo Koon is like a character that you actually have an opinion on, as opposed to in the movies, where I don't think any human has ever had an opinion on Plo Koon I from like, the movies. I like Plo Koon. Which, because which one's Plo Koon? That's the, a... That is the point, exactly. <laughs> oh. He has zero speaking lines in the movies. Well, he's he's in, like, the Clone Wars, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I... Yeah, I watched through all of it, including the new season that was made well, like for Disney year? Plus. It was like it was. I think it was late last year. I'm, it was. Met, I'm gonna out. be honest. I feel that Disney Plus literally was just trying to sell itself on the fact that it had a lot, another series of Clone Wars. I mean, yeah. It was just like, hey, um, we like we want all the money, uh, Clone Wars, and then everyone went, yeah, right. 
Well, I mean, that's what kind of that's that's half of what got us into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was <laughs> for me. It was like, hmm. I want to. I want to rewatch the prequels. I want to watch things like the Clone Wars, and I want to watch um, the Black Hole for some reason. I don't. I don't know why that was so high on my list of priorities. I, I was talked about it last time. That's so all. Yeah. Go to that. But yeah, so I watched the whole of The Clone Wars, and I have a few observations. I won't go too deep into it, mostly because I want to make a whole video about this. Um, mm-hmm. Because The Clone Wars is a really fucking weird show in a lot of regards. Um, it is phenomenal. I, I will say, like, it huh. It starts off very sort of just adventure of the week sort of thing. It does have episodes where it will have, like, two things, that like, like a couple of episodes that lead into each other. But it gets hard, heavier on the continuity after, uh, at like, sort of season three onwards. Um, but the first three seasons are also in a complete batshit order. Um, because the show, for some reason, is just allergic to putting things in chronological order. Weird. It's bizarre. Like, I think the first chronological episode is, like, episode 16 of, like, season two or something. <laughs> It's something like that. It's weird. Um, and I'm so glad that Disney Plus's like UI makes that incredibly easy to navigate. Well, it's impossible to navigate uh, because that was the joke. The only way you can know what that order is is to go onto StarWars.com and and literally click on each episode individually to load up the episode, as opposed to having it like as an alternate <laughs> list or what have you. Sorry, that felt like it was going to fly to. Hi there, fellow rebels. Are you interested in Star Wars? Go to StarWars.com and enter the code <laughs> Darth Vader probably did cuddling after sex to unlock 50% more Jar Jar nudes. I mean... Call me StarWars.com. I could make your life so much better. <laughs> I could increase your traffic tenfold, y'all. You don't even know. So the Clone Wars is quite good. I've heard. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it has a few a few quirks to it. Like, so the fact that it exists between two movies means that there's a lot of things it just can't really do. So, like for example, uh, there's uh, there's quite a well known kind of little story arc in it that involves a clone discovering Order sixty six before it's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and you know that whole thing sort of being talked about, talked about. But obviously, they can't go too deep into it because it happens in Revenge of the Sith, the and it's a surprise. Yeah, it, it suffers from those things like quite badly sometimes. Like the the most notable one is how. So the final the final season, the new one that was put out, it's it's three four episode little stories basically. Okay, I had a, I had to figure that out for a second. Then. One of which is around a, a a group of clones called Bad Batch, which is very cool. Uh, one of which is um, about Ahsoka, and then there's the final arc, which is where the story gets wrapped up. Now, the really fascinating thing about it is the final arc because it needs to wrap everything up, but also the main story is wrapped up in a movie which came out in two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. It means that. Most of the main cast just leaves. Well, yeah, they've got places to be and yeah, fights the, to have. All the main antagonists have to leave. All the main characters, bar the ones which were made up for the Clone Wars, have to leave. So it then has to tell this other perspective. That's supposed to be a satisfying conclusion. Yeah, and it is because, uh, unlike 
um, the prequel movies, this is well written and acted. Um, <laughs> that's well, not no shade on the actors in the prequels. Uh, a lot can't of direct. a lot of them are fine actors, but yeah, George Lucas is kind of notoriously bad at directing people. Um, and it kind of in the prequels are where it really shows. Um, but yeah, so it just has this, this interesting thing where you get to a point and you're like, oh, um, so I mean, Anakin, Obi Wan, Dooku, Grievous, Sidious, all have to go. Even even Commander Cody, who's like a kind of second, a, a, a kind of not. He's he's in a lot of episodes, but he's not like a main main character. He's um, he's just there occasionally because he's the leader of the clones that Obi Wan leads. Like because he's in. Revenge of the Sith, they have to like sideline him as well. It's yeah, it's kind of fascinating on that that kind of front. Uh, on a similar note, also, it's um, a little bizarre how Anakin is portrayed because he's um, a likable character <laughs> in the Clone Wars. Well, and he's awful, and I hate him in the movies. Uh, and this is largely due, and again, this is largely due to like. Knowing knowing about how those movies were made, I'm not going to like rib on Hayden Christensen's acting because I know that a lot of actors did not have a lot to work with and were not given the direction they needed yeah, uh, exactly. during the, during that trilogy. See, George Lucas does not how to direct yeah. know how to direct human people. Um, but the, but he was also working with an abominable script. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, a lot of the dialogue in those prequels is so badly written, but. In here, it's not, and uh, it's really interesting seeing him, seeing the character be portrayed in a different way. But the problem is, is that you get to a point, and it's really hard to think of him as being the same character as the one you see, like mm. in in Revenge of the Sith. It's okay; you can kind of quantify the Attack of the Clones version because that's a bit of a younger version because some time does pass. Like it starts with him as a Jedi Knight. He's you know. Unlike the old animated Clone Wars show, which, yeah, so if you if you are not familiar with this, uh, there was a series that came out, I think it was between um, episode two and episode three, called Clone Wars, and then several years later they made The Clone Wars. Ah, uh, uh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah, one is traditionally animated and is done by the guy that did, like, Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack. Oh, I remember that. Um, it's, like, it's really weird looking. Yeah, and that style was was adapted for The Clone Wars through, like, CGI series, uh, which is why everyone is very angular, because it's kind of borrowing that style a bit. Huh. Um but yeah, uh, I, I don't want to give um, too much away, uh, but I will say I'm sort of kicking myself now that I didn't, uh, when at a local toy shop of ours, they were selling dirt cheap a Commander Rex figurine. And at the time I was like, ah, well, I've not seen it. I don't know what it is. He looks cool, but ah, I don't care that much. And now having watched through that whole run, I'm like, I wish I'd have bought the Commander Rex because <laughs> Commander Rex is fucking great. It Basically, the show deals with all the things that you wish that the movies had like dealing with why people joined the separatists because in the movies there i think i described it on twitter as space bastards who kill you with robots uh because you raise their taxes and that's basically it whereas this actually gives a bit more nuance and shows the republic's kind of corruption and shows how people don't feel like they're being represented and so it gives a bit more nuance that it shows the clones as people first and foremost, and how some people don't treat them as that. 
and them having to sort of claw out humanity for themselves and how they've developed their own kind of culture because they are their own set of people that have their own sort of way of doing things and how they deal with how they're treated. It's it's really interesting and adds a lot of nuance to it. And, and even like how straight acknowledgement of that the Jedi should not be used as generals because they're that's not what they're for. And it means that they just become part of the military wing of, of the Republic. They're just space cops. And, like, that really shouldn't be what they are. And it's, yeah, it, it deals with a lot of really interesting things. And the final arc where it goes to just this kind of alternate perspective on the final days of the Clone Wars and the execution of Order 66 is really well done. Like phenomenally well done um it's uh you get your you know all star wars barring like barring a new hope and for some reason rise of skywalker has a big lightsaber fight at the end or toward in the final act of the movie it's not necessarily always the final thing, like how in the Last Jedi the big fight is the throne room one, and that happens in the, like oh. the fight that's like happens at the start of like the end of the movie. Um, or I guess you could say that's like at the end of the second act. I'm bad at knowing where acts sit in movies. I got that, but it's okay because it made it made me remember that the um, throne room fight exists, and I fucking love I fucking it. love it. It's the it's best. So good. It's so good. And also, it just ends there, and then in my head, Ray and Kylo go and do big cuddles, and everyone <laughs> is happy. And Finn and Poe do kissing. <laughs> but um, but A New Hope didn't have it, because the, the, the trend wasn't really established then, and Rise of Skywalker didn't have it, because instead... Um, Whatever the fuck happens at the end of Rise of Skywalker. I'd say J. Abrams just wanted to be really spiteful to Ryan Johnson for daring to write a way more thought-provoking and emotionally engaging story. Yeah. With yeah. good characters. Yeah. Moving on, though. Um, but but so it has the big fight at the, in this, this like final act. It has the big one, and it's a good one. It feels like um, they really stepped up their game of like showing this this big final fight, and it's great. And yeah, it's really good, and it ends on this really like poignant scene that it there's no like kind of dialogue. I don't, I don't believe there's like a single line of dialogue you can like clearly hear. You hear some like background chatter. Um, it kind of I don't want to give anything away, but it kind of flashes forward a bit, and you see some of the aftermath, and it's just really cool it's just a really nice way to cap off the series because it was always going to have a downer ending because like the prequels like we knew going into the prequels oh this is going to end at the rise of a fascist regime and the hero and the main character of this of the um of this trilogy becoming the big bad of the next one so it's like oh oh that's another problem with prequels. It's it doesn't have to be a problem, but it is an interesting quirk. I feel uh, the Horus Heresy series has the same problem, of course. Of the yeah, like you read it and you. When are they going to stop Horus from doing that? When are they? When you see? Well, I mean, they are at the Siege of Terror now, so you know. Oh dang! They're getting relatively close. Mm-hmm. Like they they rebranded, so. But no, um, the Clone Wars is absolutely worth your time. Uh, I think the first few seasons, it's very easy if you've only watched those to sort of like. 
not give it too much credence because it just feels like a like just a, a kind of monster of the week or planet of the week kind of <laughs> show. And like it's just zipping around doing adventures and there's no grander kind of thing yeah. going on. But once they kind of settle into a thing and you start and it starts like really showing what it's really gonna be about, um, it gets really good. Also phenomenally violent for a kid's show. Love it. Um <laughs> There's like you've told me little bits and bobs, yeah, and it's like Jesus. very limited blood and things like that. But so considering that the you know the the two main sides um, are you know robots, and so they 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 can be massacred, and no one has to have a moral quandary about it. Except you do because they make the they make the droids be the comic relief. And uh, they are obviously all sentient, and they're and they obviously portray them as having uh, having sentience. So uh, the fact that the Jedi just mow through them and will like kill them after they've basically begged not to be hurt um, has some implications. I mean, I'm okay with the more kind of like um, moral gray area because I think that's more interesting than Sith bad, Jedi good. Oh yeah, the Jedi are 100. percent I uh, if you watch the prequels and see the Jedi as being 100 well, I mean, percent good like, guys, you sort of n- you Not, missed the point. Yeah, he kind of missing the point. <laughs> yeah. Like they're 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 you know very hey, to blame. Yeah, for I'm a lot sorry of the about your mum getting horrifyingly murdered and stuff. Also, if you cry, we'll fuck it. Like you're the worst, and we hate you. So don't ever show emotion. That can't go. You wrong. You shouldn't have attachments to people. You being upset about other people dying is your weakness. Like uh, <laughs> that's, that's a great way to basically. Hmm. It's almost as if that's exactly what they were going for with the whole Darth Vader is now a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. I know what you're going for, but also when you take a young person who has obviously dealt with a lot of trauma, like, they were literally born into slavery. Like, maybe maybe instead let them go to a bunch of therapy sessions first? Let them have emotions, because (laughs) if you don't, then that's how you get fucking serial killers. Or, like, Darth Vader, who is kind of a state-sanctioned serial killer, really. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, but um, but you know the the clones themselves are like mowed down as well, and so you see so many clones die, so many named clones die because as it goes on, you know, you you meet lots of clones with different names, and I can't remember who it is that does the voice of cl- of the clones, but wow, does that guy do heavy lifting? Because there's some episodes which consist of like nearly entirely clones. Mm, he's got the range, and and he's got to do the same voice for multiple characters but portray them differently it's like um tatiana maslany in orphan black similar except she plays multiple different characters fucking amazingly except at least she has different accents for them i mean to be fair she has like a dance for all of them that she uses to get the character which i think is really cool i wonder what um (laughs) i wonder what the clone voice guys does like because that's that's really impressive. Yeah. No, it's it, it's um it, it's really interesting that yeah of like having one person having to you know pull that much weight. There's also a lot of like guest stars that come in. So like uh, George Takei does a character. Um, David Tennant comes in and does. Oh shit! Is a he voice recognizable? Droid. Oh yeah, it's pre- it, it's basically. Is it his Scottish accent or is it his English? Accent? It, it, it's his. It's a posher version of his Doctor Who accent. Alright, yeah, fair. <laughs> Everyone, let David Tennant be Scottish. What's well, wrong I with mean, you? He was in DuckTales and he was Scottish. He was just yes, a bit more. That's true. He was just. You could tell he was putting on a bit of a fancier voice, but yeah, he's just. Scottish. It was very. It's very weird to hear Scrooge McDuck have a real Scottish accent <laughs> yeah. for a change. Why? You just sit there. And go, this doesn't sound right, and then you go, Oh yeah, because like. 
America doesn't know what Scottish people sound like. Also, Disney, you're an absolute monster of a company. Fuck you, but also put the other seasons of DuckTales on Disney Plus, you monsters. Cowards. Because <laughs> um, I want to watch them. <laughs> There's more Darkwing Duck in them, so I need them. <laughs> um, you should but... get a Darkwing Duck tattoo. <laughs> should I have, like, a fancy one with Let's Get Dangerous and, like, sprawl work? Yeah. <laughs> you should have, like, a duck skull. Or I am the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> Or just asterisk sax solo. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sax in that theme too. But uh, but anyway, yeah, Clone Wars really really good. Definitely recommend it. However, um, so when I when I, f- I finished watching uh, the Clone Wars, I had to have a moment like where I didn't go and watch something straight afterwards because it was one of those sort of endings where I like had to have a moment of decompression. Oh, that's ah. good. Okay. Like where I was like, okay. Like if I, because basically I wanted to go watch Star Wars Rebels, um, the other the other series, but I knew that if I went into like the early episodes of of that, it was going to be a bit more. It was going to be like a significantly different tone to what I just watched, and I would probably have a weird whiplash effect if I didn't just let that that the feeling that I was left with at the end of the um uh, the end of the Clone Wars kind of settle for a moment before doing so. Uh, which, by the way, I always think is a good a sign that a piece of art has done a good job when you it leaves you with an act, when you don't just sit there and go, "Oh, that was fun." Like it actually leaves you with an emotional like imprint on it. For yeah, a yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's like you know you're really into a book that you're enjoying if you like you read a part and then you put the book down and just stare off into space, <laughs> and then you like go back to mm. it. <laughs> Fuck. I um, remember the last book I had that way. Can't remember. But I so but I, I did uh, after a little bit uh, start watching the, uh, the the Rebel series. I'm like halfway through season one now, and yeah, um, the weirdest part about it, uh, I, I mentioned this as soon as I started watching it, was that because it's stylized in a subtly different way to the Clone Wars, everyone looks subtly off model. <laughs> like you <laughs> see a recording of Obi Wan in, like, the first episode, and he looks so different to the Clone Wars version. I remember just seeing it just being like, ah, that's weird. So we went full, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, it's a little peculiar. Um, the the weirdest part is that a lot of, like, so in the Clone Wars, the, the people are stylized heavily, but the tech isn't really. So, like, Anakin is, like, made entirely of straight lines, but, like, R2-D2 is just R2-D2. And, like, the ships are just the ships. Whereas they go for a bit more of a stylized approach in Rebels. So, like, the Stormtrooper helmets look quite... Uh, are quite bulbous in places. Like, they're a lot more rounded. And, like, the bridge sections of Star Destroyers are a little taller. And TIE Fighters are a little bit different proportioned. It's, like, subtly different all over the place. It's a little weird. Um, I mean, it's a good thing to at least differentiate. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I can kind of see why they do it, but also I would also more understand it if they made it all consistent. But anyway, it would have been cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not a lot that crosses over, like apart from bits of tech here and there. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying Rebels, but it is a very different show. I saw a lot of people say that like I'm I'm at the worst bit of it, um, and it's a lot more slapsticky in tone. It's it's a go. It's a lot less dark and goes a lot less um, like deep than than um, the Clone Wars does, but it does have really good moments. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. Um, I'll get further. You know, I'll get further in that. I'll do a proper thing on it next time. 
Oh yeah, I didn't mention uh, the thing in the Clone Wars uh, about how uh, people dying. Uh, there's parts where you see like a Gungan literally exploded, like underwater. You see chunks of him and everything. Oh, this is in a kids show. Huh. Cool. Weird. Um, apparently, several bits were actually removed when it was being shown on Cartoon Network because of the uh, because of like the violence and things. <laughs> like there's a bit where Asajj Ventress um, like stabs a clone to death. Uh, with with her lightsabers and like whilst he's dying on a lightsaber, she like kisses him on the cheek, and they were like, "Yeah, no, remove that." Uh, uh, it's in the uh, version on Disney Plus that it's been put back in. Because I remember seeing it and going like, "Wow, that's that's dark." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think they just after a while just leaned into the fact that despite it being ostensibly a kids show, a lot of non kids. Well, it has a lot it. of adult themes anyway. Mm. You know, just because it's bloodless doesn't mean it's not violence. Yeah. Um, but to get away from Star Wars briefly, um, I also played a little bit of a game, which was the uh, Aeronautica Imperialis, which um, a good friend Longfang surprised me with on the day it came out. Cheeky bugger. Which is based on the uh, board game of the same name from Games Workshop. Oh, um, okay. And it's about them planes, isn't it? And oh. yeah, it's a turn ba- I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Oh. I played through the tutorial. Sorry, is that it... a complicated question? <laughs> yeah, I, I've not quite gotten into it yet. I've only played it briefly, but I just wanted to kind of mention it. It's it's a weird one because basically when you are pointed at your enemy, you automatically fire at them unless you've turned your weapons off. So it's like a turn-based game where you have where it's all about the movement of it. Mm, like you're, okay. I don't know how the board game works. But it's like all about this. It's all about how you move and like managing the stress of your pilots because pilots get stressed if you keep making them do barrel rolls. I get stressed without that, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I do feel like there's a few things it could do with like having change. Like there's a bit of music that plays when you because basically you set up a turn and then you basically press execute and then everything kind of happens. And it plays like the same piece of music every time you do that, and it gets really tedious really quickly. It plays that fucking Breaking Benjamin song. I have never. Wait, no, knowingly... I was thinking there's that other one. I stand alone. That was in Prince of Persia. I always get those two confused because they sound. So You're thinking funny. of of the, of the song "I Stand Alone" by Godsmack from yeah. San from uh, Warrior Within. Yeah, and honestly, that and like <laughs> soil. Like, they just sound the same. And Breaking Benjamin, apparently. And break- Yeah, they all just sound the yeah. same to me. I don't believe I've ever knowingly listened to a Breaking Benjamin song, so I couldn't I couldn't say anything. Maybe you have. I mean, it's it's weird that, like, a bunch of, like, you know, um, Beatrix Potter fans got together and were just like, let's make a metal band based we're on our favourite We're going to smash apart our favourite rabbit. Yeah, Benjamin Bunny. Yeah. Because he was greedy and rude and thoughtless. So did he deserve to be beaten up? He was... He was he the he was bougie the, rabbit? He was the bougie 1%. Like, he had all, like, the stupid Heads clothes. will roll. Heads will roll. So, yeah, he was either that or, like, you know, guillotine the 1% bun. Okay. Or the bun percent. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, I'm going to play it a bit more. But, yeah, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it yet because it, yeah. It's... It does seem like it's quite tricky. Well, I mean, like, most, um... Board game adaptations tend to have a lot of strange quirks, especially when, like, like video games. Mm, the video game adaptations, yeah. Especially if you, like, don't have prior knowledge of it, it is probably going to be quite 
mm. a high skill wall to kind of get into. So I, I, I don't know how accurate accurate it is to how the the game works. I suspect not very. Uh, well, but... I mean, Blood Bowl like was is basically like if you had the rules like for Bloodborne and Blood Bowl. Blood Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Oh, I am just <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so tired and I haven't eaten dinner. But yeah, if you just get the the rule book for Blood Bowl and pl- boot up Blood Bowl one. That's the rules. Yeah, but that is an outlier. And shall not be counted. <laughs> no, I, I don't, there's very few games that are that faithful. Okay. I was just saying, you know, yeah, it, oh, yeah, it wouldn't it be out of the ordinary. It, it's, it would not be an anomaly. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a bit kind of because there's like re- repetitious music and like there being a lot of dialogue, but it's just all you have to read it all and it like doesn't do a good job at like portraying this the narrative like from what i what i saw from like the story mode it, it yeah it's a bit of a weird one where it just feels a little cold mm. uh, i'm gonna play it a bit more because like, i might get more into it as i like get more into the me- it mechanically but yeah I, I'm, I'm left uh, yeah it's a bit of a weird one uh, i'm not not sure about it yet but i'll i'll see um and also very very quickly um, we also bought a weird precursor to uh, Aeronautica, uh, which is uh, I'm going to see if I can remember its name offhand now because it's I behind know what me. It is. It's behind me, but I can't see it without turning around and you not being able to hear me. Bombers over Dasulfa River. There you go. Uh, which was a 1998 spin-off game by Andy Chambers, where you play as orcs versus Imperials trying to blow up a dam. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's like okay, that's cool, and it uses uh, epic forty thousand miniatures, and I managed to find a new in cellophane copy of it that was water damaged so bad we can't actually use the board. Yeah, through no fault of the seller, because like they couldn't have opened it up and checked because like, yeah. it was still in cellophane. There was like a little tear in the corner of the cellophane, which happens to something that yeah. is twenty two yeah. years old. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> And yeah, uh, water damage had seeped through, and like the box was like all like sealed together mm-hmm. around the edges, and the the board is like knackered. I'm going to try some experiments to see if I can salvage the board at all. Yeah, probably not, but um, yeah, one of them things. I, I got like a partial refund for it, which was decent of them. But, yeah. Well, I mean, they could just give me a full refund, but uh... well, I mean, it's for a shop that doesn't <laughs> offer refunds. Yeah, um, but I, I did I did end up you know getting some new in blister. Um, epic like planes so you know that's kind of fun so yeah. we'll, we'll make something out of it and they did put a pdf out of all of the board and everything in 2005 uh for free and i managed to get hold of that pdf yeah. so we'll be able to play it it's just a bit of a bit of a pisser yeah um mm. but it's yeah it's like a weird uh precursor to like aeronautica in that regard um i don't know how either of them play yet so we'll uh, we'll find out i guess um but that is all i have to talk about sorry that took so long <laughs> and um snipe mm. my dear what my darling wife my compatriot <sighs> well see now i don't want to talk what have you been up to oh uh, well past couple of weeks i've been pretty miserable so i've just been watching oh. a lot of horror movies <laughs> because that's just what i do when i'm sad now um i watched a movie called dark light on netflix which it was all right had had a creature suit. Huh. I was like, oh, yeah. that's interesting. It also had some really bad blood effects that well, just looked really like... It's like, oh, there's a person coming in who's had a nosebleed like an hour ago and it's still like 
very vibrant red, like you know that kind of very vibrant fake blood kind of looking. Was it one of those ones that's exacerbated by its colour correction? Yes. I've noticed a lot of modern films have that. Well, I say modern films, I mean movies made in the last 20 years yeah. uh, have that problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, very much Where so. they colour correct them digitally and red looks weird mm. under certain ones. Uh, basic story is Lady goes back to her childhood home after, like, you know, getting a divorce uh, with her, with her, like, I don't know, I want to say she she's older than four but younger than, like, 20 daughter so she's maybe like 10 years old or something I don't know. wide margin for error there i can't tell the age of children at all yeah fair yeah. fair it's just impossible um and yeah just like spooky shit starts happening and you know like things around the house like it's just it's spooky she sees like weird lights like just like torchlights just pointed at her from the cornfield out back, and it was like, oh, that's pretty spooky. And then the kid starts acting weird because the kid always starts fucking acting yeah. weird. Um, the funniest thing in this, though, is the female police, like the female sheriff, who can't fucking act. <laughs> and like, there's a part where she's walking through the house, and the camera's following the lady, uh, the, the, the copper, and then the, um, the woman who's, who's walking behind her. And she's like, hmm, interesting. She's just like completely disbelieving everything she's saying. And it's like, Ugh. also the editing's a bit busted. So there's a part where the woman's just like in her bedroom or whatever. And normally what would happen is there would be like a, like, cause it's like a big crash jump scare noise and the person turns around like, <gasps> and it's like, the crash happens after, like, like when she's turning in surprise. So it, like, it zooms in on her being panicked before the noise has happened. Weird. So she's like, <laughs> bang. Well, it's not that bad. But it's like the moment she starts to, like, go, ah, there's, like, a crash in the other room. And it was like, uh, I mean, to be fair, it was interesting, creature feature. Um... It was fine. Of like, there's, there's an English guy in there who spoilers maybe isn't a very nice guy. Why well, is English when you can't trust him? I know, right? Hmm. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I watched another one. Okay, so I watched Bloodline, which is also on Netflix, which has Sean William Scott in it. And for those of you who are old enough to know, Stifler like that, from American yeah. Pie. What? Yeah. yeah, and he is brilliant. He, he, is... he can be good, right? Yes. It's very confusing. The thing is, it's like, I love how, like, he got typecast as Stifler, mm. but, like, in interviews, he seems like such a sweet, nice guy. It was such, it was the complete opposite. Mm. It's almost like he can act. Like, really <laughs> well. Yeah, almost like actors uh, yeah. play characters. Mm. Bloodline. Okay, so those of you might know, I am a tocophobic, which means I think the the act of pregnancy and having a baby and giving birth is genuinely one of the most disgusting and terrifying fucking things I can imagine. It's hideous and I hate it. So if anything ever has like a pregnant woman in it, especially if it's horror, I tend to nope out because it's mm. it's it's the lazy narrative. Ooh, what, like if, if a fucking zombie movie's got a pregnant woman in it, gee, I wonder what's gonna happen. Bleh. It's really stupid and I hate it. This starts off with, like, I was like, okay, the, the woman's pregnant. Sean William Scott is like, you know, oh, I'm going to be a dad. This is really cool. And he's a serial killer. So it's like Dexter, but it has a good ending. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> so so it's not Sean William Scott in, in the woods 
like chopping down trees at the end. He's not in Canada. Yeah. Like, God, that was fu- oh, that sucked so bad. Anyway, anyway, spoilers anyway. for Dexter. No one cares. <laughs> no, really. Um, so yeah, he's like he's like a, a school guidance counselor, and you know he's he's a good one too. And he like he he talks to his students and he gives a shit. And there's like a girl who's being like like trigger warning. There's some sexual kind. There's mention of sexual assault. Um, but the good thing is like she's talking to him like about it. And he's like, hmm, okay. So he goes and finds her uncle, cracks him in the skull, takes him to an abandoned place and murders him horribly after getting a confession on tape. And I'm just like, that's satisfying. I like that. (laughs) So he does that. And like, it's like, he has like a really close, like weird relationship with his mother. And they're like, like they're both, like they're both very intense. Mm. And it's like, you know, I like, I didn't expect it to go where it did, and it went there. And I was like, oh, I actually like that. Bittersweet, but it's good. Mm. So yeah, it's also yeah, like talkophobic. It starts with like them going, oh yeah, we're expecting a baby, and then like in the middle of the night, the woman wakes up, goes for a pee, and, and realizes her water's broken. I'm like, okay, I'll just skip forward. So I skipped <laughs> forward. Because I was like, I don't want to see no pregnancy or birthing scene. That's horrible. That's that's just disgusting to me. And I literally skip a couple of minutes ahead, and the little preview on the Netflix like skip ahead thing. You know how it shows like a little like preview image of where you're jumping to. Mm. It was just a baby's head sticking out of a vagine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the second movie I've seen like a baby crowning in. And the first one was like Knocked Up, which was a supposed comedy with Seth Rogen. <laughs> I do not believe Seth Rogen has ever been in a real comedy. Well, I also like you know you. you I don't believe legalize he's ever tell a joke. He doesn't have any jokes. <laughs> I don't. I have told the story before, but yeah. I, I I I got halfway through Green Lantern before I realized that he was supposed to be funny in it. <laughs> like that's not even a joke. Like yeah. I I was like, I was sitting there going, why is this movie so weird? And then it was like I got to a point. I was like, oh shit, no, that was a joke. Oh wait, all those lines that just were just weird before. They were supposed to be jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, oh. anyway. So that was a bit funny or also horrifying. And I skipped... And yeah, no. Sorry, Green Hornet, not Green Lantern. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, like, no wonder you didn't like him in that. Because he wasn't <laughs> in it. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, have I forgotten Green Lantern so much? Like, no, that checks out. That's fair. I don't... It's <laughs> fine. Everyone's forgotten Green Lantern. So well, I can actually, like, I can yeah. actually say he's in Green Lantern and no one would notice. <laughs> no, because yeah. no one's actually seen it ever. Oh, they saw it, they just instantly forgot. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, anyway, really intense, like, fantastic performances across the board. Really good dark, but in, like, a in a borderline satisfying kind of... I really can recommend it. And, like, Sean William Scott, Jesus Christ, he is... He, like... I don't think he's aged at all. <laughs> it's so weird. But, yeah, no, fantastic actor absolutely fantastic but yeah um oh i watched sinister okay which is um that's got oh which one is it because there's two of them there's ethan hawk and christian slate it's ethan hawk mm. that's the one uh it's about this guy who's a writer who goes you probably mentioned that you get those two actors mixed up because otherwise that seems like a really bizarre aside i get them mixed up because they were both quite like popular heartthrobs around the same ish time and that's just they kind of just blend into, it, even though they look nothing alike. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg situation no, where no. it's like legit. Who, which one is which? Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he's like he moves his family out 
him, his two kids, and his wife to this house where, like, a bunch of people were fucking, like... There was, like, trigger warning again for suicide. Basically all hung themselves off a tree, and then one of the kids was never found. Wife doesn't know, and he's basically like, oh, like, ten years ago I wrote a really good true horror, true crime story. Um... And it basically got him loads of money and loads of fame. And now he's just, he just hasn't been able to do it since, like, write a decent book that hits that hard. So he's like, oh, he's, he's like, doing the thing where he thinks he's broke. Mm. Oh, we bought a second house, but, oh, God, we're so broke. Uh, now I need to go and, like, you know, write a horrifying story about all these hanged people. And it's, like... So it's kind of, like found footage because he looks in the attic and there's like just a crate of like home movies and they've all got like really like ironically twee names like hanging out in the yard and it's just filming like the people hanging and dying and he's like oh shit can't go to the police about this because I want my money and fame (laughs) and like there's like another one where it's like a dip in the pool where like all these people drown tied to like um like sun chairs in the pool and just like horrible shit like that and he's like, so oh. wait, when you say found footage, you mean that there is an aspect of it where well, he's, he's he watching... has found the footage and he is watching okay. it. Just I don't want to give people the impression because no, the no, found no, no. footage movie is a very particular yeah, no, that's thing. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. And like, so he's like locking himself in his study, which is horrible because that reminds me of my childhood. Like the little girls, like, "Mommy, I want to take Daddy his coffee," because like they miss like their kids, they miss their dad, hmm. and so she's like, "Okay, here's here's his coffee." And she takes it to him and she's like holding it and it's like shot very well. So it's kind of like slightly at like a down angle. So it's looking up and showing her being vulnerable mm. and showing him like in the position of power. And he opens the door and she's like, I brought your coffee. And he's like holding a thing and he's just like reading it. And he's like, oh, thanks. And then he takes it and just shuts the door on her. And I was like, that used to happen to me like three times a day. Fuck. That kind of <laughs> got a bit real for me there. But, um... And then it was like, so he's he's looking through all these things, and then weird shit starts happening in the house, and he starts seeing this spooky face in in um in in the tapes, and then they the name is fucking terrible. Like they call him Mister Boogie or Mister Boogie, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like looking over kids' drawings, and all the kids are like, oh yes, this is me, and, and like. In the same, like, where, where like, all my family was hanging. And then there's Mr. Boogie. And I'm See, like, in my head, that that is said to the tune of the Mr. Bucket theme. So it's like, Mr. Boogie, put your balls in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made such a better movie. Um, but yeah, um, the little girl actor's pretty good. Um, she kind of had to be, because she's got quite a large role in it. Um... And, like, Mr. Boogie himself is really just not scary. He's not interesting. He's just... He's like a creepypasta character. He's just man in a suit with a weird face. Um. Ooh, he's spooky. And he eats child souls. And it's like, oh, who cares? I eat child souls. You ain't fucking special. <laughs> and, like, the, the ending... Snipe and Wib, as a brand, would like to put forth that Snipe does not, in fact, eat children's souls. That is... <sighs> A joke. However, she does occasionally eat a child's shoe, but she buys them herself. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Just one, because I don't want to be weird. Mm. And by buy, you mean steal them. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay, because they're the display ones that have had loads of different feet in them. That's what gives them oh. their unique flavour. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's a trauma. Shudder, like a oh. oh, the store socks still have to be jammed in there. Maybe a band-aid or two, but yeah. Okay, I want to stop that. What I'm saying is, like, scarier than the movie. Um, but I mean, like, because I remember for a while it was like, people were like, this is so shocking. I was so afraid. And I'm like, I mean, it's okay if you are. Because I used to be scared of, like, my own shadow, so I get it. Mm. But I found it, like, personally, not to be super scary. Um, did have good acting in it. Like, although there's, like, other, there's, like, ghost kids in it. And there's, like, a weird scene where he's, like, Ethan Hawke's running around with a baseball bat. And the kids are just, like, slow motion, like, running behind him and being, like... And not even in, like, <laughs> they're trying to be spooky, but they're obviously just kids in, like, dollar store makeup. <laughs> it just looks like they've, they've gotten to mum's makeup and they just look fucking terrible. Mm. And then, like, they always disappear just before Ethan Hawke turns around and he's like, oh, no. And then, you know, it's... Mr. Boogie's like, oh, yeah, by the way, he doesn't speak or anything. But he, like, he manages to get in touch with, like, an occult expert who works at a university who's just like, oh, yeah, I know exactly about this deity. And his his name, it sounds, it looks like Boogie and it starts with a B. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so the kids obviously bastardize it, not knowing what the name is and just kind of nearest neighbor, Mr. Boogie it. And, like... It's like, oh, this is this is a, an ancient pagan demon, and I'm like, oh, great, we're going there. Okay, cool. It's like, and who? Wes Craven did this, and it was, and it was way better. Yeah, it was better, <laughs> way less derivative. But yeah, um, and he's like, oh yeah, also like this this creature could travel through images and possess people through images, and you're like, okay, so it's the look and you're 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 fucked kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like okay, fine, okay, that's, that's that's fine. And yeah, it 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 has has an interesting ending that I didn't expect. Mm. But yeah, the the little like ghost kids are really not scary, and like you can tell that they're being directed off screen by an adult telling them to all look in the same place at the same time. So like the adults like I'm holding this, follow the ball or what <laughs> you know. But I mean, I didn't regret watching it. It was fine. Um... Okay, uh, I oh, oh, played a game. I have played it before, but I haven't played it single player. Resident Evil Revelations Two actually really good. I mm. like it. It's it's fun switching between people. Uh, is can be can be pretty spooky. Um, I like it. I love I like Resident Evil, and it's really good. And I've nearly finished it, but not quite. Okay, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> I wanted to be quick with that because I want to talk a little bit more in depth about the last one, last movie I've got to talk about. Okay, okay. So. I spoke previously in a different podcast about how in a in a previous podcast about how I watched Annabelle Creation. Yes, you watched the prequel of something and not the original. Well, movie. the thing is, Netflix didn't have it at that point. But today, I watched Annabelle, which, if those of you who aren't aware, who are blissfully unaware, <laughs> is um is basically based on a quote unquote true story, and I'm going to get into that in a bit about a a possessed haunted doll. Um, this, like, Annabelle takes place, um, like, in 1968, I think, whereas I think the actual thing takes place in 1970, but it doesn't focus on the actual quote-unquote case. It focuses on, like, the case previous and tries to figure out how the real-life people ended up with the doll. Mm. So it's like... First of all, I have a big problem with this movie's, like, aesthetic and the way that it gets a lot of things wrong. By looking at it, you wouldn't be able to tell it was set in, like, the late 60s or 70s. It's because it just looks like people with an ugly house. (laughs) 
it, it looks it it, it it uh she showed me a bit of it and it just yeah and i was looks, like guess which era this is set in you were like oh the 90s and i'm like because it just looks like your grand's house it looks like your grand's house like where everything's everything's just like old is older than it should be in and the style more cluttered and everything's a bit ugly and doesn't really like there's no cohesive theme <laughs> Which is like, you know, you got like old person house down to a T, but like the two, like the main character's like, yeah. Like it name drops the Manson family. And I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? And then it turns out, oh, the neighbors, like, um, their daughter, like, ran away, their teenage daughter ran away and joined a hippie commune. Haha, <laughs> probably nothing to do with the Manson family. And like I'm just gonna like before anyone like eye rolls too hard. She didn't join the Manson family. She jo- she joined like the the Brotherhood of the Ram or something really <laughs> silly that was like a satanic cult. It's very silly. Um, and like honestly, to the movie's credit, I will say the Annabelle doll doesn't look as creepy as it does. Like. The, the the doll that you see where it's like all grey and it looks like f- it looks fucking spooky as shit, but a bit too over spooky. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't look like that at the start. It's just it's just like a cheery little doll, and it kind of like it's it's still got that creepy old doll thing. So like when the husband buys it for the wife, it's not possessed or anything. And like looking back, because this happened to be in the final scene, because it ends with a like a uh, the woman. The mother of the nurse who owned it in the actual story, buying it from a second-hand shop, and she's like, "Oh, I've been looking everywhere for one of these. You know what? I'm going to buy that for my daughter. She'll love it." And it's like, now when you think, "Okay, wait, no, that's supposed to be a Raggedy Ann doll," it makes way more sense. Yeah. And there is a Raggedy Ann doll in that scene in the background. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, but like, the fact that the husband's like, "Hey, I got you this," and she's like, "Oh." And she's like freaking out over like, oh my god, where did you get her? That's amazing. I didn't know you could get this. Like, it's just an ugly doll. Like, I could literally make you one. It's not hard. <laughs> and she puts it on a shelf with borderline equally ugly dolls. And I'm like, okay, you know what? That doesn't look out of place. Mm. Nice one. But yeah, like, so like, like the daughter breaks in and with 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 a boyfriend and like, obviously the woman is pregnant. She's pregnant, by the way. Mm. So she gets stabbed in the fucking stomach because you can't have a pregnant woman in a horror movie without basically making her a victim automatically. You just can't. Because it's just too easy. <laughs> and then, like, the, the the woman's, like, the the next-door neighbor's daughter's like, I like your dolls! And she's holding the Annabelle doll. That isn't Annabelle. It's, it's kind of just referred to as Annabelle because um, it, it's, in the actual legend, the people who didn't like the doll hired a psychic medium and was like, oh, the soul of a girl called Annabelle Higgins possesses it, and she died when she was seven. So there's that. That's one little liberty, because there's, like, an adult woman there. Mm. But I wouldn't really want to see a kid get murdered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like, okay, fine. You, Yeah, whatever. And then she dies holding the doll. And, like, it's like... It's like in Charles' play, but without any voodoo. <laughs> so, like, like she like slits her own throat, and then her blood goes into Annabelle, like the doll's eye, and then it goes and gets sucked in, and it's like oh, the doll is possessed. Oh no! It got it do the suck. It do the big eye suck. So it kind of just like progressively gets worse and worse, and then the the fucking evil spirit makes popcorn set fire, and they're like, shit, that made my water broken. She has a baby, and blah blah blah, and like. I'm really angry because it did have a magical woman of color. 
but she was like the purest, most amazing character, and I'm so mad that like I was sitting there the whole time going, "You're just gonna kill her. <laughs> You're just gonna." Uh, spoilers: she doesn't die. Well, she does, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> but it's Wait, kind what? of like she does or she doesn't. No, she does die, but it's kind of like in a okay. So you get you get the person of color to do that. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it, honestly, I don't think it was intentional. Mm. It was just kind of like it didn't look great. But I know it almost certainly wasn't intentional. Um, but yeah, and it's, this, the doll keeps looking, starts looking more and more spooky, and being like, Bleh. and like the, the woman. It's like it, like it's not possessed by a person called Annabelle. It's possessed by a like literal demon. And like you see, like the doll like rise up at one point. It's really funny. And then like the woman's like. Eh. And literally, it's just like some grip behind a curtain, hold like raising the Annabelle doll, and then like it zooms in on its face, and there's like a like a charred skin demon behind it. And I'm like, eh, that's all right. Also, there's one really cool bit of imagery, which I honestly think they're ruined by having a scare at the end of it. She's running up from the basement, away from like this weird demon that's like tormenting her, and she turns around to the stairs, and just at the base of the stairs, there's just this black figure just on like on hands and knees just looking up at her that you can't see its eyes you can't make but you know it's like a, a humanoid figure just staring at her and it lingers long on it and i was like this is really eerie and then it just like it boop and it shows up in front of her and does a scream out and i'm like Ugh. oh some really cool image i don't mm. know where you would have taken that but i just i just thought that was really really cool but anyway it was a eh, fine film whatever now the interesting thing is so the real Annabelle doll, the Raggedy Ann, the Raggedy Ann doll, um, is actually currently in uh, the Warrens like occult museum in Connecticut. But like you'll you'll probably have seen the pictures if anyone's interested in that kind of thing, where it's behind like a like a wooden like glass container and it's like says positively do not open and it's got like the devil tarot card on it and they bring priests in to bless like and consecrate the area like every like fucking mom okay. and it's like it's a fucking doll barbara it's it's a doll there's nothing wrong with it it's, it's like it's a raggedy ann those things were creepy anyway you know <laughs> I, i've heard some say like some rumblings about like large portions of even the 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 real life story just being entirely fabricated well i mean like, i wouldn't be surprised because i mean like like obviously a lot of it would be fabricated but there's the, the difference between like intentionally fabricated well, no, and I, I do how people believe interpret that, something like, when it comes to this kind of stuff like i'm 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 a skeptic I, I don't really believe in this kind of stuff not anymore not after the accident <laughs> uh, but like if if like people believe in ghosts or whatever or angels or what that's fine just because i don't doesn't mean that someone else isn't allowed to but, like, when I kind of see, like, because you, like, especially because it's in, like, you know, the Conjuring universe, you get a lot of people being like, oh, no, it's real. And, like, it, it helps shysters and people who just want to take your money. Yeah. And I'm not okay with that. And also the movie was pretty boring. Um, <laughs> and, like, the, 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 um, the Warren's, like, Museum of the Occult, which is just, it just looks like, it looks like the Monkey Island voodoo shop. <laughs> it's just a bunch of tat. And then there's fucking Annabelle doll there with like, don't open it. Oh, and it's like, okay. Um, the doll in like, according to the people who experienced the haunting, 
um, three people, two, like, the, the person who owned it, the two, like, two medical, like, nurses, and, like, Lou, who was, like, I think one of their boyfriends or a friend, I'm not sure. He got physically attacked by it, apparently, and it drew blood, which is referenced in the movie. Mm. And, like, it, like, left at his chest and, like, cut his chest up really badly, but then it healed within two days. Like, perfectly without a scar. Oh. And I'm like, okay, so it's, it's, this, like, three-foot dolly is strong enough to take on a fully grown adult, cause serious chest lacerations that heal after a couple of days, but it can't break out of glass. <laughs> and people swear they can see it moving in the glass, and, oh, it would leave notes around the house. It's like, what, like, you're out of bread, Margaret? <laughs> it's like, bitch, buy more Pop-Tarts. That would be fucking hysterical. But, like, <laughs> it's just, like, because I, I, I went into a deep dive of possessed and haunted dollies after I watched mm. it, because I was like, look, I'm sure some people genuinely believe this, and that's fine. But the fact that, you know, like, I don't know, the Warrens seem like they are kind of just, like, hucksters trying to get money and fame out of, like, spooky shit, so I don't know. There's a lot of big famous, like, mm. ghost stories where you you dig a little deeper and you go, oh, these... Like, I'm, I'm not saying I don't know about the story, so I'm not saying this of these people because I don't know. But quite often you'll look into it and go, oh, this person's just a famous liar. Okay. <laughs> or, like, or some people, like, you know, especially in those days, like... I mean, even till this day, like, you know, psychosis and stuff is oh, yeah. not much is understood. So, like, I used to hallucinate a lot because I didn't realise I only slept, like, two, three hours a day and was so fucking sleep deprived. I used to see all sorts of spooky shit and I was like, oh, God. And, yeah. So, it's like, there's, there's what I'm saying is there's multiple yeah. explanations for all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, like like, reading into it and just being like... I appreciate, like, you know, you, you've taken this quote-unquote real-world story and turned it into a spooky movie. But it does feel like... I'm the same criticism as I did with Annabelle Creation. If it had been a Raggedy Andal, it would have been way more fucking believable. Mm. Holy shit would it have been. Because it's that spooky-ass fucking doll with, like, cracks in its face. It's just like, okay, that just looks like Jack Nicholson in a wig. <laughs> it's just... That's not scary, it's just... I don't know, that sounds pretty terrifying to me. I know, it sounds kind of sexy, but, like, that's just me. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it was an interesting one, but also, like, looking into it afterwards and reading up about, like, Robert the Doll and stuff, which is, like, an early 1900s, like, um, haunted doll that was angry, and it could, like... Oh, God, there's so many stories about, I went to see the Annabelle doll, and I went, ha-ha, it's fake. And then on the way home, I got hit by a fucking milk truck... It was horrible. I'm sorry, Annabelle, you're real and, de and demonic. It's like a priest that was like, Pfft. he started like throwing shit around the, the museum going, God is like super buff and sexy and has a huge big dick and is way too good at sex. <laughs> Unlike you, Annabelle, who is a complete wanker who you know, everyone if hates. If a priest talked like that, I'd go to church more often <laughs> just for the spectacle of it. And by more often, I mean, you know, at all. <laughs> you know, I think I was thinking about assuming the cloth. What do you reckon? I reckon I could give some kick-ass sermons. <laughs> Funnily enough, because so I So Jesus came down and was like, what the fuck are you doing, yeah. you idiots? Because, like, just, 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 quick preface, um, you have whatever religion you have, whatever. Oh, no, absolutely. No, but I, I'm, I went to a Church of England school as a kid, and, um, those were a really good way to make atheists, by the way. Um, 
And uh, the w- one cool thing was one of our local priests was a biker priest. Nice. Um, I had a bus driver priest, and so he had um, he had a leather jacket with a pic- with like a painted picture of Jesus on the back. Oh, and yeah, he had like a Jesus patch. Yeah, and he <laughs> well, no, no, a patchy like hand painted leather like leather jacket. Oh my god, that's so okay. That's dedication, and, and yeah, he rode a bike that. and everything. That's really it cool. Was, it, it was actually pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. But yeah, so <sighs> average horror movie, but it just made me cranky because the actual story is like. This is a very me thing, so I don't expect... Like, the movie was bad because of my personal neuroses. Bleh! But yeah. It was fun. I want to see Annabelle, like, goes home or fucking whatever it is. <laughs> That's, like, the, the last one. But you... I really want to see The Nun because Bonnie... Annabelle fucks off. Annabelle does Dallas. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I really do want to see The Nun just because the lady who plays The Nun has such a... She has an, an amazing face. Like, she's got, like, these really piercing eyes. That look like, 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 this sounds like I'm being mean to her, but no, she, they're a little bit sunken. She's got a big nose, and... She, oh, I, I love the way she looks. She mm. is fantastic Personally, I, I can't her. I can't wait till the Annabelle series gets to the Seed of Chucky era of Haunted Doll... Oh, my uh, God. The Haunted Doll franchise. You know, you, you remember bits of that, and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ... That's, the, that's some not the child, okay shit. The Child's Play series went fucking places. Uh, it really did, yeah. and I don't know if any of them were good, but it it did it no. with it did it with full gusto, and I I have to at least mildly respect it for that because yeah. it is a series that did not give a fuck. No, exactly. But no, I need to like because I remember everyone just freaking out about like how good the Conjuring is, and I still haven't seen the Conjuring. You've seen a bunch of movies I've in the Conjuring all, universe like, in, in the universe, yeah. But like, no, I haven't seen yeah. like. But I, I, I've, I've been tempted to get Shudder, which is like Netflix for like horror movies. I've heard the UK version sucks. Yeah, I have too. Like, but the thing is, you get a seven day free trial, and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I might it. try it. But the thing is, like, um, I'm kind of like certain horror tropes, like a lot of bodily fluids and just grossness, is not me. Or like yeah. really like let's just get over the top. Like I remember, um, like bits of Hobo with a shotgun was really kind of gross and like just mean. But yeah. Oh, that is one more thing I've been watching. Okay, we should make this quick because we're already at the two-hour mark. Whatever you say, man who talks non-fucking-stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I watched Dragula Season 3 with like, the the Boulet Brothers' Dragula, which is basically like um, America's next drag super monster. Which I was like, okay. okay. So it's basically like... You know, RuPaul's Drag Race is the most cookie-cutter, fucking sanitized bit of drag. They won't have, like, drag kings in there. They won't have AFAB queens, bio queens, as they call them, because RuPaul is an absolute sack of fucking shit. Who fracks on her own land. Yeah. Yeah, and and she also, like, she doesn't believe non-binary people exist, and she, like, is just gross, and she can't even do her own fucking makeup despite being a world-renowned drag queen. But I digress. So basically, I watched the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race like a couple of days ago, and I was like, this is so tedious. I want to go back to fucking, like, Dragula. So the Boulay brothers are popular horror queens. And they, yeah, it's the same kind of thing as, um, like, Drag Race, where, you know, every, like, they have a main challenge and someone gets exterminated. So every episode uh, starts... I, I'll, I'll explain. Every episode starts with, like, a really silly 
like you know that really campy kind of horror that is basically Evil Dead Two. Mm. It mm. starts with a little skit like that, and that also I showed you him. But they they have like a guy who follows them around. He's like a leather daddy called Israel, and oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, you he never emotes, he never he never expresses anything, but I swear to god, your genitals will need a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oof, just trust me, he is furry, he is big and he is intense. He is fantastic. Anyway, um and then like, you know, when they get exterminated cuz they have challenges, but it's not like lip-syncing for your life. It's like, oh, Go and play a giant version of Operation where you actually get electrocuted with like 6,000 volts. <laughs> or you skydive. Or um, you have to eat awful and drink blood. So it's like, it's a bit extreme in certain places. Swings and roundabouts. Um, and yeah, there's like there was a drag king on it called Landon Cider who I absolutely fucking adore. <laughs> he is amazing. And, like, he did have to eat, like, a jar of spiders on the first day. But, I mean, you know, start as you mean to go on. So it's a little bit, yeah, it's, again, swings and roundabouts, but I would prefer that every time to fucking RuPaul's Drag Race. Especially because after, you know, it doesn't it doesn't show them kind of going, hmm, yeah, well, um, I think this person did bad. And they before they critique the kind of looks they do, they every time they say drag is art but you know and an art is subjective and we can't judge you on that however what we will be judging is how you kept to the brief of the challenge with your with your dress mm. so like with your um with your costume and i think it's like you know what that's really good mm. that's really mature it mitigates the harshness that's inherent to any of those kind of reality yeah shows. exactly so they go yeah you're like we all love your drag however how how recognizable is it for the theme that was given mm. so you know that kind of stuff um and, like, it just kind of, like, you don't know who's quote-unquote exterminated after the challenge until you see, like, a little horror skit where they're, like, they're walking home through the woods after their car's broken down and then they get murdered. <laughs> like, really slapstick, <laughs> like, like murdered. Or, like, one of them gets, like... Like they're in a slasher movie. Yeah like, yeah, like they're in a slasher movie. Like, one of them, like, you know, is, like, trying to start their car. and they Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's really creative and it's mm. interesting. It's, like, that's a cool way to send people off. But yeah, and like they have the thing, uh, like the the reunion at the end of like group, like the one before the finale in RuPaul's Drag Race, where they kind of just sit down and have a bit of a chat, uh, and like they get involved and like you know they're like, it's it's nice. Like there was there was one person on it who I was just kind of like, okay, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but the way you're like like she was a bio queen, mm. um, and she like oh she, she did like. So there's filth, right? And she would just, like, pour, like... Like, use sanitary, like, products over herself. That she just kept in the freezer for a bit. As you do. And it's just like, okay, like... If you want to do that kind of stuff, that's fine. But also, that's a fucking health hazard and it's gross. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, so I froze a poo for a while and now I'm signing autographs with it. It's just too much. But, you know, and she would kind of, like... People would be talking offhandedly about something, and she'd go, "The meat industry is murder." And I'm like, "Yeah, but like they were talking about I don't know Chuck E. Cheese or something. Can you just fucking keep it under your hat?" Or when she was giving critique about her outfit that was made entirely out of like sanitary products, she started screaming and carrying on about how uh, like she did it perfectly because um, 
like people have periods and if you don't like that then you're like just the worst and then she started screaming and punching tables and i was like okay i admire your energy and your your will to try and do positive things but christ you just won't shut like there's a time and a place for anything Apart from, like, frozen tampons, maybe. Honestly, how you describe this person, it sounds like the, um... The fact that a certain branch of reactionary YouTube kept getting angry at a fictionalized version of feminism yeah. for years. They manifested this as an actual person. Yeah, I mean, she's not that bad. But, like, you know, <laughs> she she's kind of, like... She's just like okay. She's she's a bit too passionate in the wrong kind of like ways. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's that's fine. But you also need to realize that these people are on your side. They're not your enemy, mm. and they do for the most part agree with you. But you should stop fucking interrupting and screaming over them about how they're like they're being anti-woman, but for thinking that you know pouring like fucking used menstrual products on yourself is like a bit gross because mm. it's like. It, it's not the fact that they're menstrual products, it's the fact that it's bodily waste. Yeah, it's that's the, used the problem. Part. That's, that's the part. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, this, is, this has gone quite long, so we'll do the questions, but we'll go through them quite quickly. Okay. Um, so, um, Matthew, what is the address that people should send them to? Only drummer, Matt, at snipeandwhip at gmail.com. Excellent. And would you like to tell us the questions that people have emailed into us? What would you yes. do if he okay. said no? I'd no, say okay then, and the doing. podcast will be over. Oh, <laughs> the podcast might have a chance of being a sensible length. Wow! No, we, we've Unlike gone beyond me. that. <laughs> okay, first up, Mika. Hello. What do we think of the new Assassin's Creed game? I love the fact that apparently it's not impossible to model women now, uh, and femme Viking is amazing, and I love her. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna probably wait till it's on sale because I haven't played an Assassin's Creed. I, last one I completed was the second one, and I just I was like, yeah, that's fine. Last one I played was Black Flag, and I played it on the PS3, where it has a frame rate of about 25. So yeah. I didn't play it for very long. It's more cinematic <laughs> nice. that way. Um, yeah. What about you, drummer bum? Um, I haven't seen much about it apart from its Vikings, which seems quite cool. But yeah, I haven't played one since. The first expansion of the second game, Brotherhood. Um, Brotherhood, yeah. Or yeah, I haven't played one since then. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them at the time, like... but I've somehow I've managed to get fatigued of them despite not playing them, just because of the yeah, whole yearly there's the... a new one thing. Yeah, exactly. And the story got so fucking mm. insane. Yeah, I think it was but... when it got really obsessed with just doing Ezio over and over again. Yeah. I, I just kind yeah, of stopped like, caring. Okay, you know, so... like okay, Ezio is a cool character. You know what stops him from being cool? The fact that you won't fucking leave him alone. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so yeah, I, I honestly, I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, and the fact I... that they've stopped doing it yearly is a good sign. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, Mika's second part question was, how much did The Witcher, the Netflix show, hinder your hobby, hobby times? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, neither have I. I really need to. Yeah. yeah, I literally am looking at my desktop and it's got like a Witcher fucking like wallpaper on it. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, you should probably get around to that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we will, and I'm sure we will have thoughts. I'm sure it will also hinder my hobby time. (laughs) (laughs) All this hobby time that I have. Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, Guy Satans wrote in, um, not with a question, but with a recommendation. So I heard you like Silent Hill. I think this is directed more in the snipe direction. Definitely. (laughs) Um, There's a new game on Steam that's described by some as a worthy predecessor. 
It's called Lurk in the Dark. Oh, I'll have to. I will actually. The first, the first chapter of which is free. Hmm. Apparently, although there may or may not be more chapters, so you know. But that seems to be the way. That seems to be the way with horror games. Yeah, it sounds like it's going by the kind of bendy um, sort of idea. If it's going to the first part's free, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah worth checking out. Apparently, okay. Yeah, cool. cool. Thank you. Um, Octavian. Hello. If you were to fall to chaos, which god do you feel you'd pledge yourself to and why? I mean, if. I'm stuck between Corn and Slanesh because, well, <laughs> obviously I am. What do you think? I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like two of us should say what the other person's is and then rotate around. I feel that's... like you can't decide this yourself. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. Okay, okay. so um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Whip. You would be, you would be Cinch, because you're clever and like birds. <laughs> yeah, he is like a bird. That's true. No, he yeah. likes birds as well, so that works. <laughs> I, I, I also am a proponent of change. Yeah. So <laughs> you are. I mean. Yeah, you're an aggressive gate opener as well. <laughs> no yeah, gatekeeping yeah. here. <laughs> and what do you think, Matt? Uh, what do you think Matt should be? I think Matt would be Nurgle because he's so jolly and friendly and has no attention span. <laughs> and, the, and the slime issue. And the slime. The slime, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So, Wib, what about you? You're corn. Okay. Yeah, you, you're, wow. you're straight up corn. Wow, guys. <laughs> but I'm always talking about dicks. Yeah, but... Yeah. Corn. Okay. Wow. Okay, <laughs> I didn't fo- expect... Corn fox too, right? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I love it how I was like, hmm, and you were like, you be corn. <laughs> like, you both just like, you be corn. I'm like, okay, not even like a little yeah. bit of deliberation. Um, and I, I, I kind of want to want to go with, I, I'd, I'd probably go for a, uh, for Zinch, for Matt as well, honestly. I was torn between Zinch and Zinch and yeah. Nurgle, because I thought yeah. you were more Zinch, but yeah. I didn't uh, want to just say Zinch twice. So. Yeah. But what do, you, what do you think, Matt? Well, I'm for corn, me, apparently. You. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you're, you're definitely corn. And, ooh, Webb, you... <laughs> He's a tricky yeah, one. Yeah, no, I think, I think Zinch is probably, is probably the closest. Mm. Not corn, definitely not corn. No. <laughs> I'll have you know I've been legitimately angry at least three times in my life. I have seen you ang- <laughs> like, legitimately angry, like, twice in, like, the 12 years I've known you. <laughs> I have been annoyed, like, the vast majority of it. Yeah, but, but... how often do I get actually angry? Compared Today? to Today? Wow. I mean, okay, no, I did get really angry. It's like, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> like, it's, no judgment. I got so mad in Aldi earlier. It was outrageous. Yeah. No, ju- no judgment is attached to that statement. Like, like I, I should get angry more. There's a lot in the world I should, to get angry I, To be now. fair, I have gotten angry a lot less. Yes. I need to w- still work on it, but I am doing well. Yeah. And you're doing good too. I get, I get more angry. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, having feelings is important. It's yes. something you need to do. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so I love how, like, there was no, like... It's just, oh, yeah, no, I'm corn. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think people I'm listening not... kind of would... Yeah. You know, it's funny. The I'm there. like, wow, I'm corn, and I'm getting angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not, like, legit angry. Yeah. Like, that kind of playful anger where you're a little bit angry, but you're more kind of, like, having fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Okay, Erica. Um, Hello. They've been listening on SoundCloud to save to the to the podcast to save phone battery while at work and such. 
Um, but they know that SoundCloud is not the best for treating artists well. Is it better to watch these on YouTube? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. But also, if it's inconvenient for you, just listen on SoundCloud. It's yeah, fine. As far as the um, podcast goes, the only place and we get any money for it is through the ad revenue on the YouTube thing. But um, again, if it's inconvenient, don't worry about it. Just you enjoy it, that's all that matters. Yeah, like it, like... It, it's it's really down to it's why we've made sure it's on as many places as we can. Yeah. So it's you know yeah it's, I, I I would I listen to it just on the like built in podcast app, which yeah. is fine, which just comes from SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I listen to it like well, the one time I listened to it when I wasn't there. Which drama Matt, I have a fucking bone to pick with you. You like okay, um, so I was in fucking like Sainsbury's and hearing I was walking around with a big grin on my face because it was so weird and I freaked out loads of people because this is before <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, uh, like, when they could see me smiling <laughs> and like hearing you do the intro was terrifying. But then you were like, "Oh yeah, Snipe's not here. I guess we'll just have to fill the void by just shouting about Dicks and John Burnfall for twenty minutes." And I was like. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You know what? Fair. Yeah. I, I, it's like, you know when you're nearly getting mad and you're like, actually, yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> that, was, that was a fair read. That was a very, that was just spot on, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, carry on. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, next up, Inquisitor Acid. Uh, there. Inquisitor Acidus. Hello. He's added an, they've added an Inquisitor title that it gets confusing to say. They've been promoted. So, Ooh, fancy. To the chapter masters, Lady Snipe and Lord Wibb of the Cardinal Archivists. His Emperor's Holy Inquisition demands to know your location and any marines of your chapter circa 999 M41 and what is your relationship to the menial servant known as Clancy? Um, Never heard of him. Like, the Cardinal Archivists are not here right now. <laughs> Please don't leave a message because this is a really old answering machine. Beep. There we go. Oh, God, I think we've got to have that one. Yeah. yeah. They'll never uh, know. Oh, click. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Noise. Oopsie doodle. Okay, very last question. Technician Sourwell. The Imperium of Man extends a ton of emotional energy and fervent action in the name of Emps. The Chaos Gods were formed from emotions and actions of sentient creatures. Is all of this warp fuel in the name of the worst daddy emps going to him or going to form a new chaos god? I lo- I really like the idea of it forming a new chaos god. That sounds really cool. Well, the chaos we'll bring back Malal. That's uh, cool. The chaos gods are reflections of emotions, and so the sacrifice of people is. N- it feels like if that is going into the warp then it would become more of a thing of it'd go to me it'd go it'd go to like i don't know corn or whatever because yeah, it's sacrifice me. and corn cares not whence the blood flows uh but uh realistically uh it is the 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 emperor is a warp entity yeah in a lot of ways so he you could say he's the fifth chaos god he he uh, uh, it depends At on like me Remlays. Like this is one of those things that's kind of vague and it's talked about a lot. And like I'm, I'm not the biggest like you know deep into lore guy. It's fun to think about. Um, So I'm sure there's like uh, you know this is something that's been like thrown around a lot. But like you, you get into the whole Star Child thing, and that's. Are you saying that the Emperor is Wesley Crusher? (gasps) The Emperor wears like big ugly cardigans over his power armor. 
<laughs> yes. I love yes. it. Yes. Yes. So that's that. Okay. So that's actually to save me, save me getting confused about law that is vague and weird and changes constantly. Um, instead, all of the souls uh, are going to fuel uh, the emperor to be reborn, but in the most marvelous. Jumper. Ugliest jumper. Ugliest jumper possible. Like, the even drummer mm. might be like, whew, that's a bit much. Yeah, that's a bit too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, I don't think mankind has ever or will ever create such <laughs> it's, a it's, garment. Nope. It's not ready. No, it's not ready. Not even remotely. <laughs> Excellent. That is the questions. Okay. Right. Well, thank you, everybody, for sending in your questions. And don't forget to send in more questions and also tell us what your favourite dinosaur is next time, because I want to know. Okay. I've been Snipe, <laughs> he's been Whip, he's been Drama Matt. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.